talk for a second, Jeff? Can do. Hello, hello, hello. How's the audio level on your end, Alex? Mine's adjustable. Yours sounds, is not. Sounds good to me. All right, you can hear the Jeff. Mm-hmm. The Jeff can be heard. Uh, Release to a Jeff. <laughs> there may be more of them. You can't. You don't know what I got off screen. <laughs> it's a whole another selection of Jeffs, if you will. There's like a basement thing that like is underneath my bed. I have alternate Jeffs down there. I feed them like my leftovers and whatnot. They're very appreciative. Oh, that's good. Yep. So Charlie made me start cultivating a series of Jeffs under or in my little like hidey hole under my bed in case the real one gets drunk and passes out in the closet again. Well, yeah, it's that in whole case. In case. <laughs> yeah. Shed unfortunately, so- I was the one fatal flaw in this plan is if I'm the one passed out in my uh, closet in my laundry pile again, then who is going to go and let one of them out of the basement? I've made contact with your roommate. <laughs> All right, we need a we need a backup Jeff. So you have to yep. train a backup Jeff to live up there. I, I'm going to go, go tag out with one of them now. That You'll is never know. the backup Jeff. The <laughs> real Jeff died like three years ago. Me and Kenny <laughs> fed him to some wolves three like thirteen years ago. That's also true. <laughs> I'm like the sixth Jeff. When did you start high school with me? That's kind of the point we point to normally. <laughs> How many years was Charlie in high school? We don't know. I just kept repeating. <laughs> Worst he was super senior time. ever. <laughs> I'm still in high school in that version of me. The Van Wilder of high school? No, it's more kind of it's like a Lucifer world line am I I'm on. one thing. There's just multiple versions of me in various points. It's like a crossroads demon. Uh. There's multiple crossroads. I'm like in high I'm where I am right now and back in our high school being like, hey, you want to throw your life away for a couple minutes? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, is we, if the or the Jeffs became too disposable, so it became a problem of we can just keep throwing these essentially clones at any kind of puzzles we have to get through. So anytime in regular high school life, Charlie encountered any kind of climbing puzzle or platforming puzzle or big giant wheel of spikes, he would just kick a version of me into it, was, which would get horribly maimed and disfigured. But, you know, we'd know which way not to jump. What's mm. funnier about that is the fact that I literally threw you at things in high school <laughs> on multiple uh, occasions. Wow. We climbed that the back of the seven happened. of the ten finger throws. Yep. I, I remember having to jump, well, having to get boosted up to get a, uh, to try and pull up a fire curtain. Man, we used to be in so much better shape than we are now. We're like the <laughs> Sam Fishers of high school. Just like, you need me to see you pick off that? Fine, Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. Oh, I screwed that up. Wow. Wow. We bring you on the podcast, Alex, first and you time. can't even get the intro right. <laughs> Technically, your second time on the podcast. We welcome you into my apartment that you've been to Te- well many Technically, times. Technically, he still fucked videos. it up less times than I have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, He's welcome. still a better employee All than right. me. All welcome. Right, me no, no, time. that's staying in. We're not cutting this God shit. Damn it. You have to live with your failures. All right, well. I'm Alex, and I'm joined here today by Charlie and Jeff. So. And now for an actual intro, welcome to the Wicked Awesome <laughs> Cast, episode 27. We're joined by a special guest named Alex, who screwed up the intro, and some Irish bastard from the East Coast who <laughs> normally shows up on this, and I'm Charlie. Yes, I happen to be here this week. Not that Irish. Boston Irish, you <laughs> bastard. Turn it back a little bit. <laughs> Park the car and have it, yad. That's more like it. <laughs> 
All right, well, and an I'm accent Alex. that won't get you laid. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> At least not independently of itself. That's Unless I'm just going to like go down to South Boston and just like exaggerate. Like, hey, anybody going to help me move my car? And just like absolutely drag it out, take the poor accident or the poor accent, pretty much out to pasture. Like it'd be the worst thing ever, and I'd probably wind up with some friggin' like Gloucester back alley ten cent hooker calling my hey, name. Hey, stop like, talking about my ex. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> oh, what can I what can I do you for? Graduated middle <laughs> graduated middle school. You think you're better than me? Oh, third or third grade pass. Oh, lottie fucking da. da. Also, since Alex is our special guest, um, I figure he should go week, uh, go first in the what have you been up to lately or what have you been playing segment we do. So, um, Alex, what have you been playing and up to lately? I I got the impression there was this little game that came out recently you've probably been playing a lot of. It's and little. Maybe well, streaming well, I heard on the it's new. And stuff like that. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll segue into that one, yes. But um, I will say my recent addiction other than that one is actually Destiny. Crack cocaine. I've officially been hooked on Destiny. The Crack cocaine. Yeah, Charlie reeled me into Destiny, and we've—I mean—we've been shooting a couple videos for it, but I've actually been enjoying it on my shooting own. Shooting up a couple well. videos. Hey, Jeff, you—you you should play some Destiny. You should join us. <laughs> no, give into Destiny. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah, am content. <laughs> but this little game that I've been playing recently, yeah, World of Warcraft Legion is finally out. Real Fuck. indie release, yes. I heard. Like real under the radar. No one's talking about yeah, it's it. Very quiet, you know. I, well, the reason I think it's also kind of not so. Like loud and obvious is because of the fact that the servers haven't been shit. Like the the release was very smooth. Twelve o'clock hit, they flipped the switch. All of a sudden, the quest was available, and you were able to just start right away. Like it was very smooth, very good launch. I, I really want them to have like an absolute. This is more of the like something wicked continued metaphors of how the universe should actually operate, but it doesn't. I want them to have one of them giant, like, fucking Frankenstein switches that's like, and now the server goes on. And, like, lightning strikes and the World of Warcraft servers come alive and whatever sentient creatures that they had to sacrifice for its running get shocked back into existence. Pretty much. That I, sounds I like World of Warcraft, actually. That sounds I mean, about right, actually. I'm, I'm partially convinced that Blizzard powers that thing off of uh, orphans. Well, Which runs- is also they use as a non-asbestos-based breakfast substitute. Please, please. Blizzard HQ <laughs> was built on top of a soul well. It's on top of a <laughs> yes. soul well, and it runs off an orphan tears and shaman tears. Which is a running gag in the WoW community. I used to play a shaman. <laughs> I remember back when we were OP, it was between never and never. Yep. So it, it runs <laughs> on shaman tears and orphan tears under the soul well. So... But yeah, yeah. so I've, that's what I've been playing. Uh, been grinding it out. I'm actually two levels away from hitting uh, max level already on 110, and then going to start gearing up and doing the same gear grind as every expansion goes, but this time with a different bow on it. So I didn't put this whole WoW topic into the news, so I thought we'd just talk about it now. Does level really matter as much as it used to back when I played WoW way the fuck back when? Like, I know it matters because you're geared towards level, but like, is it really about like gear scores now? And so, is it kind of it's a point you reach to gain access to actually okay gear at that point? It's just pretty much leveling up to kind of play out through the story, get the experience, also kind of get a feel. Honestly, the the leveling experience is more like getting used to the new mechanics. Uh, Most of the stuff they actually foreshadow as far as seeing later on. getting used to the class, seeing the new area, and obviously they tell a story. So we're so. going to talk a lot more about WoW later, but so it's 
good so far at least oh it's been it's been ridiculously smooth launch they've done a couple new things we'll we'll get into it but they've done a couple things to really make the leveling experience really dynamic and a lot of fun actually fair playing anything else or is that kind of everything that's been going on with you pretty much destiny and legion as it should be do you want me to go or you i'll close it out yeah we'll transition to news so you go jeff so my week was pretty dull because um Basically, what wound up happening is I wound up helping a friend move, and God him actual self decided the day that we were going to move, nothing would be moving. So the day started, I I swear this is going to turn out funny. The day started with us going and U-Haul basically giving away our truck because they sent my friend a confirmation email, and when they said, is this your email, they managed to make up a made-up name. Okay. So we didn't have the U-Haul truck. We're like, okay, whatever. We'll use my family's van to move stuff. We get my family's van. There is a motherfucking parade going through <laughs> the street he's moving wow. to. The good Lord looked down on me that day. I was like, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> Do you believe more than ever now in my crazy pagan god system? Like, obviously your friend has gotten on the wrong side of someone who has some pull. <laughs> Um, I mean, they did, I shouldn't go too much into it. There, it, it was like the most insane, like just series of events, but I, I do believe that your pagan God may be looking after me now and is like, and you are going to just get screwed today and behold my wondrous parade that you can't even see from your car. Bitch, have a parade <laughs> up in this. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how he operates. Um, so we had to do it all the next day, and it was, like, humid and hot as fuck. And it basically wound up just, like, wearing me down to a goddamn nub, and I spent my next couple days just recovering. So I've spent a lot of this week sleeping. <laughs> um, so outside of that, the big things I've been doing is I got my nice shiny new copy of Resident Evil 4. It is new, it is shiny, it is up and it goes on the PS4. My only complaint about it is it's got the biohazard uh, controls, so Square is shooting X's reload, and X's reload, and Square is shoot, which is completely backwards to the PlayStation 2 You can actually version. fix that. Um, not through their controls. It yes, you way. can. How? You go into the um, accessibility options in the PS4 and tell it to swap the um, X and Square button. Oh. Well, I wasn't aware of that as I'm not a root I only user found out about that recently of trying to fix No Man's Sky's godforsaken run button. There's a lot mm-hmm. of problems with No Man's Sky you can't fix with accessibility, though. Yeah. No, but yeah, you can, um, for basic button swapping, you have to go back and turn it off if you're going to other games. But for stuff like that, oh, that you can blows. totally switch it. Oh. Yeah, it's a fun They should make, like, a game specific one of those. There um, might be profiles. I don't know. If there are, I'll be super happy. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll be playing probably more of that as my week goes on because that is my my addiction. So as the expert um, amongst us on Resident Evil 4, how does mm-hmm. it stack up against the other releases of Resident Evil 4? It's it's really hilariously interesting because they managed to make the game both look amazingly better and equally shitty <laughs> at the same time. Okay. Where you'll have all these things of like, wow, they really changed that texture, but he's still built out of squares. <laughs> like... 
you can still see like all kinds of jagged edges and like the character models are still built pretty much the same, but they've upresed like all the textures. So the game like it's still the same old like character model with new skins almost. Like okay, yeah, they and you can up- still see the points where textures. Uh, intersect and stuff like I get you. They just kind of threw some HD polish on. They didn't actually fix the geometry though. Uh, yeah, and it. I don't know if I'm just looking for it now or if it was always there. It was probably always there, but the amount of times that they have moments where like a bearded character will turn their head and the beard goes through their neck. Yeah, or a character tries to go down a staircase and goes through the railing. Like has been upped like tenfold. It feels no. That's a, that's generally a problem when you upres a game. Like you mess with some of the collisions, which register as stuff like that. Where it's like, yeah, um, his hand didn't used to go through because his hand is now like, the the mesh that makes of his hand is in the right spot still, but the texture that would show up where his hand is supposed to be is now slightly off. So weird things happen. Hmm. I think it's also a matter of well, we could play test it and fix those bugs, but. The people who are going to buy this game are going to buy it anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> who gives a you shit? We're not going to spend the time and resources on that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, but it's decent, I guess, comparatively. Like, it's not like a bad re-release. Nah, there's there's nothing like broken about it. Like, that's good. The game, it's just up. It's just functioning. Um, that said, I've only put like two or three hours into it, so I'm most of the way through the village. Um. I'll be able to report back more when I get through the castle no, sure. on the island. Like, um, this is awesome. Is it like a game of the year collection? Is all the other stuff that came out for it in this package, or is it just the base game again? I'd have to go back and look and see if like the Ada Diaries or whatever are in it, and the uh, what did what did they call it? The mercenaries and whatnot. Yeah. The stuff that they added to the PlayStation Two version when it went over from the GameCube. Um. It might be in there. I don't know offhand. No, I'm curious. I, I figure that out for us. I'm sure I'll ask like when you beat the game. Like, how does this stack up against other playthroughs? I know. Um, so other than that, I've basically been watching more Parasite, and I've been working on a shit ton of guitar stuff for the channel. Woo! Um, and while doing that, I've been watching a ton of this documentary called Never Sleep Again which is this four-hour documentary on the Nightmare on Elm Street series that just, like, goes through all of them, and they have interviews with all the people that made it and stuff and just, like, talking about them. And... That's kind of cool. Wait. Yeah. Th- it's called Never Sleep Again? Yep. Oh, I got to find that. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yes. I fucking on... love the Nightmare on Elm Street series. So, Is oh, it about too. how those sets were kind of cursed, or do they leave that whole part out? Um... They haven't gotten into any of that stuff. You also may be thinking of like a specific film or something where I'm at. They've only gotten to six, and there's like I don't know anymore. I remember, I'm, nine maybe or I'm thinking of different movies. I remember reading something where it's like some famous movie uh, movie franchise in the horror genre had just straight up cursed sets where it was like, no, people were getting injured all the goddamn time we shot these movies, and there was no explanation why. Really, I can. I think I actually remember something similar to that. I don't think it's Nightmare on Elm Street, but I do think you are talking about something. Yeah, like it was like genuinely no people. It's like we had like near fatal accidents happening, not constantly, but enough where it's like something evil doesn't want this movie made. Well, yeah. that happened during the Passion of the Christ. Or he got struck by lightning during that. Some shit like that. Yeah, like that was a legit thing. I wasn't thinking of that because I did not know that. That is a fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah no, during were... the crucifixion scene, they wanted it to look like the heavens were parting, so they filmed during a real storm, and the dude got struck by lightning. God damn. And apparently what he said after our... Supposedly what he said was, I guess God didn't like that take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was, there was a lot of, like, crazy stuff that happened during filming The Passion of the Christ. Fair. Usually, actually, believe it or not, a lot of, the, like, the religious films will have that kind of weird stuff happening. Interesting. And you just can't really explain it. I'm curious if that's because it's under a lens of superstition at that point already, but we're not a film podcast, nor a section of religious film podcast for a gaming podcast. <laughs> so, back to the topic at hand. Um, did you do anything else, Jeff? Um... Say mostly watching the are uh, mostly guitar sleeping and watching Never Sleep Again because I'm a huge uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Nah, it's cool. Don't know if I should admit that in mixed company, but it's true. <laughs> I got nothing against Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a great fucking series. Yeah, no, I on to me. I guess. Used, I say my parents used to listen to some stand-up comedian who was like, I really love those Nightmare on Elm Street series. He's just a guy killing teenagers. I watch him just like, get him, Freddy, get him. <laughs> <laughs> For those of us who uh, enjoy watching teenagers die. Um, so with that, I will pass it on to you, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of teenagers dying, Charlie. Yeah, so um, <laughs> he's been not a, a teenager, so what did you witness? <laughs> There have been a surprising number of teenage... No, I'm not even going to make that joke. That's too bad even for me. Uh, too dark. No, it's been it's been a pretty boring week. I've had a lot of side stuff going on. Um, people who watch the channel may have noticed we had a little bit of a lull in content to allow for Alex's World of Warcraft streams to have full spotlight, except for... Great stream, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I was trying to power through it on Tuesday, and it was just like I had one hour of sleep, roughly. At that point, Ugh. in between work and that, so I'm like, I'm going to power down. Yeah, so a, a chunk of my week has been actually looking at those videos going, man, I got to fucking edit those at some point, don't I? Or at least cut them together into some coherent thing. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I'm going to have try to play with a couple friends as well, because I've been playing kind of solo for the most part. Which doesn't make for a lot of fun content, but I have a couple friends who are logging on, and so I'll probably be playing with them. Yeah, it's, it's actually been a fun week of, I'd call it site and channel maintenance. Um, I finally broke down and made some Something Wicked Studio stream tags and stuff like that. I, I'm setting up systems we'll be using in the future. I, I'm not saying we'll ever do a lot of streaming, but like definitely Rise of Iron will be a spike in streaming for a little while. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I'd love to bring, uh, bring Blood Drunk back, but at the same time I also know we really shouldn't bring Blood Drunk back. I, hey, I keep volunteering to I, be present. Same here. I, I'm waiting for part two. Charlie's maybe, like, I'm going to lose Jeff. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's time to bring Blood We're Drunk to... back, then. If we have two members on board, Blood Drunk has to return. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... I did play have, some we games. We have two fresh meat members who weren't on the first one, therefore they are unaware of what they've oh, got themselves. No, Alex was, was on the first one. That makes one. us perfect. Oh, you I were on the first he, one? I was on the first one. He was the first Oh, Jesus, you consumed... Oh, you it consumed was, the fucking rot gut sriracha vodka. It was blah, 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 blah. fucking heinous, dude. Yeah. <laughs> sriracha alone is fucking great. Vodka alone is Agreed. great. Combined is the worst thing ever. Like, yeah, those aren't things that heinous. would ever want to go together. Like, It's not uh, great. Make sure you're talking at your microphone. Yeah, okay. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I played some games this week, and by some I mean some weird stuff happened. I I played the Deus Ex some more. I am letting myself play that one slowly because 
I don't want to burn out on it. Like this, there is some repetition to that game, and I, I may have broken the game a little bit. But they drop a um, side quest that you like, hey, go recover this thing that you later on the game. I went and recovered immediately, and I'm like, okay, this may have screwed up progression for a little while. Do 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 do. Also played the Destiny some. I I'm in a very weird state with Destiny where it's I should be playing more of you. But I also shouldn't because you have a giant fuck off expansion coming out soon. <laughs> I need to let don't my... you need to, or this may be my pure ignorance, but don't you have a bunch of content stuff you need to kind of align before that comes out? You don't need to, but I'm choosing to. Like it's the, the reality is, as much as I love Destiny, nothing new has happened in that game since the April update in some ways. And actually, Alex has been a really good excuse to go through and do some things. I don't normally get to do in that game or don't bother doing because they're below my level in that game. But like, mm-hmm. I, for the hell of it, I went back through and played. I actually I went back and played the Vault of Glass, and every single time I touch a raid in that game, I go, "Oh yeah, this game's fucking amazing when it's amazing." Like this is mm-hmm. one of the best games ever when it's amazing. I wish the the peak wasn't so high comparatively to the rest of it, but yeah, I've. Yeah, but most it's, it's, most of my Destiny stuff has been like got to grind out rep and prep for the next faction, and okay, what's the next thing I think we can throw Alex at in that game for content? Which is actually kind of interesting. I it is weird though because a lot of the quote high end content from points in the game have become like speed running challenges, and I am way into that weirdness. Yeah, no, it's actually been a lot of fun because I've actually at this part now because I know we we ran through strikes and a couple other things. Um, I've actually been playing and following the story now. So, cause I remember you were telling me about the lore a little bit and I was like, Oh, this sounds kind of cool. And then I've actually been playing through the story and it's pretty fun. Like it, it, it's an interesting story. There's a couple of little things that have really caught my attention. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of lore as far as that stuff goes. Like that's the part of the reason I play WoW so much is cause the lore behind it is great. But Destiny's lore itself is also pretty fun. And for a console first person shooter, it plays pretty well. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I guess the third and final game I've been playing, I've been playing the God Eater 2 Rage Burst. Um, have we really ever talked about my love of Monster, Cloner, uh, Monster Hunter clones? No, but it comes, or at least Monster Hunter itself comes up periodically, because isn't that a Wii game? Um, it was at one point, so I've... I have an on-again, off-again relationship with the Monster Hunter games. In concept, I like them a lot, on them primarily being on the fucking 3DS these days. I'm not a fan. Like I, I, I want a console ass version of Monster Hunter to come out. Like if Monster Hunter NX is a thing, I could be super into that potentially. But we'll see. Unfortunately, but um, yeah. So there's a couple clones of that going to do a variety of things, and um, we may do something with God Eater Two at some point, or we may not because I don't know how much work that game I'm willing to put myself through. But I. It's in the dumbest way possible. It is Ruby Grim Eclipse, the better video game. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that game actually got updated again recently. I haven't played it yet, but um, it did get updated. No, but I'm they literally added, my like... my character is literally running around right now with a scythe that transforms into a cannon. <laughs> what the shit? I maybe we'll check it out. If that's your reaction. Like the game, the <laughs> game in concept has some cool stuff. I forgot just how unbelievably slow. The original God Eaters start was, and I, mm-hmm. I like the game. It's a good game in theory, but it 
still kind of looks and feels like a Vita port. This is based on the vi- on the anime, isn't it? Is there a God Eater anime? God Eater? Yeah. I have no clue. I feel like no, but I could be wrong. I do not know, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an anime. Um, I'll just I'll I'll find out the answer. You keep talking. Fair, yes. Yeah, so, but the um, so the main thing I've been doing this week, and it's definitely a me thing to be doing. Um, so we recently built a giant spinner for my office for us to pick what music we're listening to during the day, and as a result, there's now a um item on that spinner marked Charlie's weird ass music. And that means I occasionally get to victimize my coworkers with fantastic things like Van Canto, the um, only acapella metal band I'm familiar with, or things like Heavy Saurus. And um, for those of you unfamiliar with Heavy Saurus is, and I guarantee most of you are not, Heavy Saurus is the byproduct of someone saying something like, you know, what's, you know what we wish existed? A kid version of Guar. Mm-hmm. Or and that they should be Finnish and sing songs about crossing the road. Yes, like again, a, a kid-appropriate version of Guar, and they take inspiration from going like, "What if we took Barney and then just crammed a halfway decent Swedish metal band in there somehow, and made some really hilarious music videos of like child bouncers turning uh, adults away and shit like that." Mm-hmm. But as a result, I now have several and co-workers that are... God Eater does have an anime, and they do appear to all be entangled. I could believe that. There's a bunch of anime cutscenes, which is kind of cool. That actually kind yeah. of explains why the story is so bad. <laughs> Not saying anime stories You're missing are bad, a piece of it. But I'm missing, like, a, hey, here's how it all ties together thing. <laughs> but yeah, back well, to Heavy Source. There's something to do with your weekend. Back yeah. to Heavy Source, back a more important Soros. detail. So I now have two co-workers who are trying to get their kids into heavy saurus because as adults it's weird to be into heavy saurus but if your son is into heavy saurus it's totally cool get their kids into baby metal it's got baby in the name it's gotta be appropriate this is more (laughs) age appropriate (laughs) i'm now showing alex a picture of what heavy saurus is oh yeah it's fantastic also for our listeners if you don't know what guar is there's a good starting point because that's the world is a better place with cool. more guar. Yes. You, you know, I'm actually probably going to listen to this on the way It's home. pretty terrible, but it's still worth it. It's, it's, if you're at all curious about weird types of metal, Heavy Saurus is not the worst thing to look at quickly. Alex, do you know who guar is? I have heard of guar. Have I listened to Guar? No. Actually, it's kind of funny. I saw it was on the topics. Uh, I don't really listen to a lot of metal. Where the hmm. hell is metal on the topics? Oh, the, um, yeah. the other topics. He's reading. Yeah. Wait, did you went to many weekly topics when you were looking this stuff no, over? No, I right? went to the main Oh, topics. shit, we're not covering any of the stuff on that page. Yeah, it's a new. Uh, yeah, that's a good updated ever. Oh, well. Who wants to know how the gears in the machine of something Wicked Studios turn and then crank uh, to or oh, well. grind together? So, speaking of news, I guess, you all ready for some news? I am very ready for news. Oh, God, Jeff is ready for news. Um, (gasps) So we're going to start this week off with the most important news. First off, this has been a slow-ass news week. Not a lot of stuff happened. Not a lot of stuff got released. Not much is on fire. Except for that little indie game that Alex is playing. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's the only thing that came out this week, possibly because it came out this week. But yeah, at okay. the same time, too. Okay, here's your news statement about that. World of Warcraft Legion came out. Fuck it yes. wasn't a flaming dumpster fire. Yes. I didn't DDoS. <laughs> no one DDoSed the servers. Actually, no- disappointment. They were being DDoSed, <laughs> but Blizzard was like, bitch. I know you're going to do this, and the servers ran pretty smooth. There was a little lag, but we're good. We're going to spend a shit ton of time talking about World of Warcraft and World of Warcraft yes! Legion as our main topic later. I, it's the big thing right now, in the same way that I will talk a shit ton about Destiny when Rise of Iron comes out. It, we might as well talk about that and give Jeff nothing to talk about for a half hour. But so, Woo-hoo! but really, the biggest news of this week, far more important than World of Warcraft releasing some expansion whatever is mm-hmm. eve is going free to play in november yep and i still um, won't give a shit oh no what this finally allows me to do is play eve the way i want to which is play like five hours of it once a month and not pay for it oh well i mean i guess what, what's what's compound interesting about that is eve is one of the few games out there that quote unquote rewards player like Loyalty time. Yeah. Now this may have changed since I first saw the game like six years ago. Um, that like if you want to upgrade a skill, you say, Hey, you know, I want to train in this, and then the game goes, Okay, you'll be finished training in that in two days. Nope, that's very real. So and I the game is going free to play, but you can also still pay for a subscription and in some situ- situations that scenario sucks. In the case of Eve, I actually kind of like it. Mm-hmm. So, so it's going the wild. Are they monetizing route? something else to compensate? Kind of. So if you continue to pay for Eve, the game doesn't change at all. You are a Omega level clone. You will continue to level and all that stuff as you expect. And as a result, like the game won't change for you at all. If you are a free to play a free to play player, you're referred to as an alpha level clone. And alpha level clones level slower have less trees to invest your skills into. Like, it's still a totally serviceable game, but basically it's someone saying, you know, the 14-day free trial isn't enough time to get people to understand this game. What if we just let them play kind of a watered-down version of the game so they could kind of get a sense of it and then decide if they're going to pay for it later? And as someone who kind of wants my Eve fix once every blue moon... I'm super okay with, oh, right, I still have a character in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you can jump between free-to-play and subscription, or just it blocks off parts of your characters if you do or don't want that active, which I think is kind of cool. Hmm. I, yeah, I think yeah, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's... Totally cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of the games that I, like, I've heard recently have kind of gone, like, like you have Star Wars The Old Republic, which went the same route. That's totally free-to-play, though, I think. No, it, it's the same setup. There's oh, a There's a free-to-play model where you have... And the thing is, it's really gutted, so they kind of force you to, uh, to do it because you don't have a full access to hotbar or hotkeys and all that stuff, and... Limited bags. It's a long way of saying they've extended the trial. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Like I know they did that. Wildstar did the same thing. They're supposed to be coming out on Steam pretty soon as well as part of their free-to-play thing. But Wildstar has a whole other bunch of problems. And The Old Republic was great, but there was a lot of shit that went wrong with it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of these games are, like, obviously, if you're not a World of Warcraft, a lot of these games end up going free-to-play eventually as their option. Like, and it, and it works. Like, there's a lot of games that do really well when they do that. 
Yeah, no, it's I. I think the difference is like this is a nice. They're not gutting the game; they're giving you a taste of the game while leaving the real game intact. I guess like the, the Star Wars bat the. Old Republic one. That's like, no, we're giving you a worse version of this game. Yeah, no, it's, have fun. It's a cock tease of a game, pretty much. Yeah. Anyone have any more thoughts about that, or try to stop me from joining the Eve community? No, I actually uh, would love to see you crash and burn in that game. I, I'm gonna get killed so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I look forward to Charlie causing some sort of economic collapse because I feel like you would eventually weasel your way into that. And create some sort of crazy, like, you've heard about some of the stories where they have Oh, no, people... that's, that is why I spend so much time kind of interested in EVE. It is it is such a unique game by comparison. It's the point mm. where it's, I need to know. Yeah, and so mm. I, I think there was a story a while back with EVE where, like, I guess some ship got destroyed. It was worth, like, real money, yeah. several thousand dollars worth. And so I look forward to watching Charlie create some sort of economic collapse in that game eventually. You should see their wars. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've heard like the wars are massive. Yeah. I say, I imagine with my knowledge of Charlie and him getting into this thing, one, he's going to get into it wholehearted. There's no half-assing. Yeah. Two, he is going to find the most belligerent, like, off-the-grid, we're overthrowing the government faction he can and enlist as soon as possible. Step three has something to do with puppet governments overthrowing and explosions. <laughs> Man, you don't know me. I just want to get a ship, and you know, I'm go out there and farm material. Settle down, open a restaurant, only two or three tables. Yeah, horse shit. Yeah, I, I, I just want to be left alone. Let me explore space. And bullshit! Uh... You try to start an uprising on Pokemon Go. You're like trying to start your own Team Rocket, and the game had been out for like a week. You're already like, why well, want to destroy gyms and make them ungymable for like? An hour at a time, and he's like, I'm going to walk around my neighborhood and conquer it all. Charlie's, no. like, smiling as this picture yeah, is painted yeah. for him of this, like, imaginary wonder universe <laughs> that he wants to live in. Again, I want the Mad Maxian apocalyptic future I've been promised. Oh. <laughs> and whatever in Eve moves you closer towards that, you will do. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm going to start off small, you know, just... Simple, simple mineral miner, stay below the radar, and yeah, you know, start prob- small, overthrow small governments, local governments, eventually work my way up to something Please, at the federal it's called level. Conquering, if you're doing it correctly, <laughs> yeah. Overthrowing is, he, is when a no bigger one... guy wipes out a smaller guy. Conquering is when a smaller guy takes out a bigger guy. Fair kill enough. one man, murderer. Kill a million men, conqueror. Kill every, or sorry, kill a million men. Uh, I guess warmonger kill all the, or kill a million men conquer kill every man god so you now have your aspiration your and your tier list of murder to commit in the eve's verse I just want a version of eve I'm not stuck paying for so I can actually give that game a shot that's all I want really yeah <laughs> I, in in the same way that I like how destiny is not like it, you can jump in and out of the game as you so wish I ease one of those games where I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could burn out pretty quickly on that, but mm-hmm. if I could go back to it like once a week and not feel like I was wasting money, I, I've always been intrigued by that game, especially because I now could like play that game while I'm playing Destiny and also listening to like Netflix on my laptop. I can mm-hmm. finally achieve the gaming goal of double gaming at the same time. I'll be so goddamn efficient. <laughs> There's an anime about this. Probably. I just can't remember its name. I'm sure. (laughs) 
one with the kid who's too good at fucking dating Sims. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is that's the actual answer, and someone out there will know exactly what I'm talking about, and they should totally tell us about it on our Gmail account or in the comments below. Yes. That's comments. how you plug shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Segway complete. Switch. Pretty much. Well, unless we want to make some more Eve jokes and rat out my plans to overthrow large governments in that game. But yeah, we, sh- don't tell anyone. Ready to move on from Eve? <laughs> yeah, I am. I think we're good, yes. Fair enough. Uh, so like I said, kind of a weak-ass news week for the most part. Um, but I thought it'd be fun to mention that um, Halo's Warthog is coming as a playable vehicle to... Uh, Xbox's Forza Horizon 3. Hmm. I, I am... So, now that um, GTA 5 has taken the reins on what level of seriousness a, I guess, driving simulator should have, I think that they should be embracing this, and the new Forza should be the most amazing, realistic driving simulator out there. Well, so, with loop-the-loops and crazy fucking vehicles as well. What I'm hoping for is... Forza's always had, like, super realistic Gran Turismo-style stuff, and the Horizon stuff's a little bit cartoonier, hence why mm-hmm. this is in that. But they're always, like, for the most part, they're closed vehicles. They have some weird stuff. But I, I have one burning question. Is it a Spartan driving the vehicle? Is it, like, a no-driver vehicle? Because the entire thing's pretty open top. Or is it, like, some just dumbass-looking dude sitting in the chair? It's some dumb. I don't know. I would, I'd kind of be happy looking at just like, and here's Steve in the front of the warthog. Like, <laughs> yes, that's kind of what just I some, want. I want like just like derp, 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 I'm driving some the accountant sitting there. But I say, in the defense of the warthog, there are people out there in this world who have driving real warthogs. Yeah. So technically, this is a car you could go and buy. Yes. It w- it won't have an infinite infinite fucking minigun on it like yeah. it does in the game, but. I, I guess it's worth mentioning that um, this is not the traditional warthog. This is the civilian version of it. Hence how they're justifying no guns and stuff. But uh, it is faster aww. than the old warthog used to be. But I guess that's an okay exchange. I, I do love the fact that this is the first time ever I understand why the warthog is called the warthog. Because they finally have an up-close front shot of the tusk things there. Mm-hmm. I feel like an idiot now, but huh. moving on from that, so a little bit of rumor mill for us. Um, maybe the NX may be region-free. That would be the first region-free Nintendo console to date, actually. Ooh. Say, so technically, even Steam isn't region-free. Yeah. But that's also because... Um, or more, it would lack a region lock. <clears throat> Sorry, not region-free. There would be yeah. North America ones. But yeah. Because there's, like, taxes and stuff that, like... On G2A, when you buy a uh, Steam CD key, it's like, you swear super for realsies that you're not from Europe, right? And, of course, me being from the United States, I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, you don't have to pay European digital game tax. I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder how many Europeans don't say that they're just from America and then just take the CD key. No, I am American. From Russia. I mean, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm on vacation in Russia. Yeah, I... Privet, comrade. So I only bothered bringing up the NX so I could segue into just how fantastic, like, every... Like, Nintendo had a had a um, Direct recently, and the main, like, media release prior to that was, we will not be talking about the NX. Like, 
we, we've crossed a bridge where I think Nintendo has to fucking talk about the NX already because it's just become a comedy at this point of we are not talking about the NX. You fuckers need to talk about the NX already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Nintendo's realizing that. Like, I mean, they're kind of falling off on the console war. It feels like. I mean, they're losing. Yeah, and it's pretty bad, substantially bad. Like a lot of a lot of these other consoles are offering a lot of really cool new things, and Nintendo's just barely now kind of like. I mean, they're dabbling in newer things outside the box, like the mobile game stuff. They've started. Well, it's going to be that. interesting to see because they're the only one that isn't coming out exclusively for Nintendo and Windows Ten. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that could be something that actually gives them a leg up that the other two aren't seeing. No, that doesn't matter. But I mean, probably not. But I don't know. Like, I, 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 the thing is, they've been pushing back a lot of stuff as well. Like Zelda got pushed back a couple times already, and all that. And that it, it's I don't know. Like I don't I don't really know what NX is going to be about. But the region free thing might be something interesting because it, it it'll support more of the whole like, well, we're going to go digital kind of thing, or it's going to be like a cloud based. You know, service thing or not whatnot. sure because yeah. that, that, that's also the other thing they someone, talk about. I say also as someone who plays obscure ass fucking games that every now and then are. I don't have anything that's Japanese region locked, but every now and then there'll be game like this was pretty much only released in Japan. Be like, man, I kind of wish that made its way over here. Like, um, the famous one I think is the Yakuza series. Those are slow. Is, <laughs> those are, they're making their way over slowly. They're making their way over, but like if you start removing region locking and stuff, that makes that process easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yakuza is kind of a not a great example because they're just up coming over. But well, if they weren't, we would care. You know what the best example of this is? Mm. Uh, go for it. Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball Three. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yes, everyone's favorite sports. No, game. Uh, no, no. Hear me out. I'm not being totally crazy and boob obsessed on this one. That game has no English dub. It has some English subtitles because that's a nice thing. But it's you can get an international version of that game, and I think that's kind of the way to go. Like doing a translation of subtitles, way fucking easier than redubbing an entire game. And mm-hmm. oh, of course, I, I don't dislike games that are not in languages I don't speak. I play games with subtitles on anyway. So oh yeah, same here. Yeah. I, something about subtitles is I watch all my movies with subtitles, my TV shows with subtitles. I like subtitles regardless of the language that it's in. I can't believe I'm praising Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball for something. That, I, is, that is the greatest sports game of our time right now. Kind of, yeah. Madden has been dethroned. Get out of the way, NFL Blitz. Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball 3. Well, so speaking, Get out of the way, NFL Blitz. When did that series die? <laughs> what was the last Blitz game that came out? What year uh, is this? I don't even acknowledge the most recent one. But we'll get to was that. there? There w- It's bad. It was fucking heinous. It was nothing like the original NFL Blitz. It was garbage. And the NBA Jam one actually pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, the NBA one was good. The most, the most recent NFL Blitz is from 2012, and it sucked. It was sequel yeah, technically I'll, I'll believe, too. I can I can easily believe you. That's it's, it's very easy to believe that. It got all gritty and real. Yeah, like you couldn't. Like one of the things I like to do was tackle and and just smash the shit out of the other team after the down. You could do that, and then after that, it just pauses and you can't do anything, and you just wait for the camera to pan yeah. out to choose your next play. Fucking sucks. Yeah, I say if if somebody thought took a look at like NHL hits or NFL blitz or um, freak style or any of these games, and went, you know what the problem here is? They're too. They're just not gritty enough. They 
fully missed the full concept that was at work there. They dude, completely missed the idea. Dude, mm-hmm. the early 2000s were a dark time in video games. Someone looked at Twisted Metal and said, You know what's not messed up enough? Twisted Metal. <laughs> oh, man. Twisted Metal me Black twisted metal. is a thing. It is? Hey, my favorite Twisted Metal game, for whatever reason, always will be the like Twisted Metal Remote Control Car one. Yeah. What's the name of that one? The most recent one that came out in like 2011 or 10, I don't remember what year it was. That one was actually pretty solid, but it's still I'm a Twisted to Metal think game. Of the name of that one. Um, I like Twisted Metal too. I don't know what it is about it. I really Small like it. Brawl. Twisted Metal Small Brawl. That sounds about right for it. a RC game based around Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah. That one was like, the, the, it's weird because that one I always really enjoyed because it was the most imaginative because it wasn't like cityscapes. It was all like playgrounds and stuff. So the level design was all, was all really wonky and shit. And I really liked that. I don't know. It's kind of the like Friday or the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like it's a dream and it's breaking reality. So we can just kind of fuck with stuff and sure. go wherever our creativity takes us. Not sure. Um, so I guess moving on from that. Got some sports news, I suppose, technically. Um, Yahoo sports Esports ball. is now a thing, apparently. And they're it entering into a two-year a contract with the ESL. What the hell is the ESL, Jeff? Uh, ESL? ESL? Yes. Uh, that's, isn't that the uh, the StarCraft League? It stands for Electronic Sports League. I thought yeah, one well, of you two who cares more about esports might know more than I. Uh, well, I know one well, of the big ESL divisions is the StarCraft League. I believe. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, because I remember hearing a lot about that. But, yeah. Um, it looks like they're involved with IEM, the Intel Extreme Masters. Mm-hmm. You're just listing um, off abbreviations now to piss me off, aren't you? No, that one's like a big, like, yearly tournament that's like, uh, I guess, like, what, DreamHack or any of these, like, really big... Uh, it, it's one of, the, like, the colossal, like, million-dollar tournaments. Yeah, they, they do Counter-Strike, the Intel... Well, yeah. Counter-Strike, uh, I think they started dabbling a little bit with Street Fighter V. Um, but yeah, no, they're, 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 they're a big thing. But I, I've, I've heard of ESL mainly because they do like StarCraft and League. Like that's their big thing. It's just another league, that yeah. division and all that stuff that they do. So They've got Heroes of the Storm, Counter-Strike. Um, I'm not seeing StarCraft, but if they've got Heroes of the Storm, statistically speaking, they have StarCraft No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Yahoo Esports has been kind of like, I kind or I can't confirm this, but I feel like they're currently building on the ashes of GameSpot's esports a little bit, mm. um, because they've picked up some of their old like commentators and stuff, at least for League of Legends, because they sure. picked up um, Travis and uh, Scara. But um, they it's they're just another person that's or they're just another establishment doing like league news and stuff. Hilariously, still the per- the company that's like at the forefront and doing the crazy like best is motherfucking ESPN. Is absolutely been breaking all kinds of news and like where other people are like Yahoo Esports will be like, hey, rumors have it, you know, this team's going to be trading out, you know, Dardock, and then ESPN like five minutes later is like, here's the confirmation email, here's the new like, here's him in his new jersey, like 
Here's the official release. Like, ESPN's just getting all the stories. I didn't know ESPN was that involved with these sports, in all honesty. That's kind of cool. They, they've been making oh, a really big push. they yeah. involved. They've been really making a push. They've been actually, I mean, they've been dabbling back and forth with actually broadcasting it. I know they cover the news, but they've definitely been, like, dabbling in broadcasting because recently, Evo, they had the Street Fighter Finals. No, we, we talked about eight. that when yeah. it happened, yeah. Yeah, they had that air on ESPN. Yeah. I mean, it was huh. ESPN too, but it was still ESPN. Like, it was still a cable news network. I was expecting this to be kind of a meh topic, but that's that's cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Yahoo Esports is not like a non-existent player, but they they um they're they're definitely one of the smaller ones, at least at the moment. They get good interviews, though. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, we'll see. You know, because Yahoo's kind of like Yahoo's dabbling in something that I think. It would be interesting. I know Google. Well, Google obviously has YouTube Gaming and all that stuff, but I don't think they've really dabbled in like the esports part. At least Google, at least YouTube hasn't, and Google or whatever they call themselves now, Alphabet. But um, so let's. I, I don't know. It'll be an interesting turn for Yahoo. I know they were trying a while back with a lot of like their videos and media, and it kind of just failed. But then again, like I don't know, Yahoo's been kind of just in the limelight for a while. Although, if you always want some good entertainment, go read the Yahoo questions and answers section. Like. That's some really good top yeah, two Yeah, I, I, I will admit to always <laughs> being That is of... some scary stuff. <laughs> I know. Like, I've seen things like, my son is peeing blood. What should I do? <laughs> Hospital. Like, <laughs> yes. Well, step one, don't go on fucking Yahoo and type that <laughs> yeah. shit in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of them are fake. Oh. Also, if you're in college, they're a great way to get help with uh, math problems. Yeah. Yeah, so it's nice to see other other like like media, I guess I'll say, networks starting to take on esports because it's getting more and more, you know, coverage. I mean, I, it's not like Korea. Korea gets huge, like esports coverage. They they have like you know, their whole like World Series of Poker kind of thing. So I spend yeah. so much time forgetting Yahoo's a thing that the idea of them doing something new mm-hmm. and relevant always surprises me. I think the one, or like, this is going to be a bit of an offshoot, but something that's kind of taking me by surprise that it keeps making its way back in my life. And this <laughs> may be a, a bit of a thing that, like, someone else may know more of than me, so I never owned one of these, so pardon my ignorance on the object. But I'm now starting, like, one of my cousins just bought a TV, and it now comes complete with Roku built into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Roku, like, is a service, or I was like, you mean, like, the streaming service thing? He's like, I don't know, it's built into it. I'm like, Roku's getting on the ends with TV companies? Like, that was so weird for me. And then I had another, like, one of my coworkers, my company's got a big event coming up, and they're doing it, and they're raffling off some prizes. And a person was like, what's an Apple TV? Um, Because they actually thought it was a TV, mm-hmm. not a device. And um, they looked up the answer, and they're like, "It's like a Roku box. Do you know what a Roku box is?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but I, I, I don't think these two devices are very similar. What, what Roku's still relevant? What's going on here? I'm, I'm confused. Roku's still weirdly relevant. Mm-hmm. I, it's, for yeah. a long time, it was one of the few ways to get HBO Go onto a TV. Actually, yeah." That's right. I remember. It's also one of the few ways to get like a Zubu and Twitch type things onto a TV. Mm-hmm. Which is why I find it so strange that it's like this was such a niche thing that like its entire job has been like usurped by browsers. Because Roku, I think, was big back when it was hard to get the stream to come out your end. But now it's that's not the case. But Roku's still clinging on. 
Yeah, it's oh, it's still a box it. that you can plug into your TV. It does the work for you. That's kind of all people want to a certain extent. Yeah, unless yeah. you're willing to put something together like a Raspberry Pi or even the Chromecast kind of is still kind of limited. Or even crazy enough to just plug your damn PC into your TV. Yeah, like, most people don't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's why it seems so alien to me is because that's my plan A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's nice doing that. But I guess uh, moving on from that... CD Projekt Red is now worth a billion dollars. Yeah, that's right. I heard about that. Say, go CD Projekt Red. Yeah, let's hope they put that money into Cyberpunk. I I want to see how much more they're worth after Cyberpunk. Yeah, you know, it was actually I heard about this thing with Project Red and how they're worth a billion. It's like it's really interesting when they listen to their customer base and they offer DLC for free. How amazing like customers are to that. Well, so um, you two are familiar with the history of CD Projekt Red, right? Not the history, but I know they're involved with The Witcher, and everyone has like a giant boner. For so their origins the are as a hacker group getting um lo- getting games that weren't showing up in their part of the world ah. playable, oh, hmm. and localized to a certain extent. So Nintendo just obsoleted them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think if Nintendo they keep making products. games like The Witcher franchise, they're Far from being obsolete. Not our game of the year, no, 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 the year I, Witcher 3, but still a damn fine game. Not the, uh, I didn't mean as a, I was making a joke on the fact that they're localizing games. Yeah, they're, they're PC stuff. I know, I know. NX is doing away with that. Yeah, no, it's, they're, they started off as kind of an underground, not totally legal company, and now they're like, yeah, we, we make fucking video games now. Yeah. Hmm. But like I said, it's nice to hear that this this company is doing so well. Yeah. And like I I've heard nothing but rave reviews about The Witcher 3. In fact, I think The Witcher 3 is actually a hot topic on uh what was it? Was it Video Game Circle Jerk over on sub sure. on Reddit? There's like a Circle Jerk subreddit for gaming and it's just it's always something about The Witcher 3. Yeah, that, being fucking that, awesome. That game's got that. some stuff going yeah. on. I Unfortunately, we at SWS are not necessarily the biggest Witcher 3 fans. Ah. I I mean, it came I'm in enjoying third. it, yeah. but I don't have a... Uh, I'm not very far in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it came in third in our Game of the Year deliberations last year. Mm. Yeah, it lost to... It came in third behind um, Rocket I mean, League and Metal Gear Solid Five. Ah. I say, coming behind Metal Gear Solid Five is not exactly something to com- to be upset Or Rocket about. League, for that matter. Yeah, like that's... Yeah, no, it's that's... It's kind of like saying you lost out to a very equal thing. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a pretty tough year for. Uh, it's been a good couple or a good two years for video games. Huh? Um, the, I think we remember the year before. I'm that counting this year too quickly. Okay, yeah, like I, th- I think you remember 2014 more fondly than I do. Remember our game of the year that year was fucking Shadow of Mordor because like no, it was no, that- I'm saying this year and. Oh yeah, for your counting 20, this year, 2016 and 2015. Yeah, no, that's it's been good so far. Yeah, no, so, it's been yeah. pretty solid. I just keep doing the. It's a good year to be Jeff because Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Resident Evil, like my Christmas wish list is very full. That's fair. And then The Witcher Three, Metal Gear Solid Five, like a lot of good stuff. Yeah, especially after like the lull of like what, like 2009 to 2014. <laughs> yeah, the. Yeah, actually, kind of. But, yeah. Don't quote me on those dates, but <laughs> roughly about that was not so much stuff happened. Nah, sure. 
and Pokemon Go. Like, which is like the event. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun one to talk about after our Game of the Year deliberations. True. Yeah. Where were you when Pokemon Go launched? <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. Well, trying to log on to the fucking servers where I was. <laughs> well, so speaking of games, I was are... on a boat. <laughs> so, speaking... and therefore I missed it. Also, so speaking of games that are not coming out or not launching this year, Gran Turismo Sport has been delayed to 2017. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone cares about that, but uh, well, I, I mean, I, I used to dabble in Gran Turismo back with a friend of mine. Uh, it was, you used you to Gran Turismo it up every once in a while? Every once in a while, yeah. It was one of my guilty pleasures. Did you it? have a chair and a wheel no, and like fuck a speed that. suit that no. was flame retardant because no. you need that to play Gran Turismo? No, no, no. I, I used a, a regular controller. Although I did get into big, like, for racing games, I did play it for a while, and I was also big on Initial D. You got, like, your racing gloves out to hold the controller so they didn't sweat? No, I, I played that Europop music when I drove. That was my God. thing. Yeah. So, Night of Fire! D. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> I need to watch that show someday. No, it's you don't. Good. No, it's you good. don't. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Don't listen to Charlie. He puts the mixed. wheels in the rain gutter to make turns better. Don't That's spoil the... it, man! Uh, all... There's more than just that. But anyway. Yeah, he puts the wheels <laughs> in the opposite rain gutter occasionally. The timing is a little different. Train Wars is a show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but um, oh my god! But yeah, I mean, if you ever want a really good laugh? There's a a bridge someone made of that called Train Horse, and it's amazing. <laughs> oh no, I'm sure it's really funny. <laughs> but uh, I mean, and there's only one of them, so it's good. <laughs> oh. Oh. No commitment. <laughs> Uh, well, as far as Gran Turismo goes, eh, if it's delayed, it's delayed. It hasn't really been on my radar as of late. Yeah, that's that's a franchise that always seems to be kind of, it'll come out when it's ready. Mm-hmm. Release schedules, uh, relevance be damned. Like, yeah, it always no. seems to do well when it comes out. Yeah, they generally don't give I mean, a shit. It's also, I say, it's also like, there isn't much features I can really foresee you really adding with a new Gran Turismo thing. It's kind of like the Madden effect. It's like you're just updating the No, the, uh, I, I can think of one feature ways. Gran Turismo could add that would actually make me care about it. Well, I'm sure there's that, but do you think they're actually going to have it? No, because it's Gran Turismo. They wouldn't be... A, it is It is as simple as realistic crash damage. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. well... They sort of have it. They had denting. They had, they, they sort of realistic had dentings, kind of right. I yeah. want burn. I want burnout revenge or burnout takedown or burnout paradise level realistic damage. I want to be able to flip that Lamborghini across three lanes of highway into oncoming traffic or an opposing car and spear them with it. Well, they don't. I've talked to a l- traffic. Go ahead, Alex. No, so they don't usually have traffic in Gran Turismo. Though. I want traffic like in Gran Turismo track. too. Say. I've had a lot of conversations with people the difference between Gran Turismo and the Burnout series. One is the fun. Thing is there's a hard... What? One is fun, the other is Gran Turismo. Well, that's the thing, is people who play Gran Turismo want Gran Turismo to be Gran Turismo. And I know. The rest of us want Burnout. Oh, no. So I... really, we, you and me just need to not care about Gran Turismo and just demand a new Burnout. Yeah, I, it, I, I'm not opposed to racing games in concept. I just always think it's like, no, the car must be pristine. I just fucked up my drift and slammed into an oncoming, like, into a guardrail. I don't need it to, like, explode or get me a boost, but I want to see that dent a little bit. Like, I want to know I failed because there's now a dent on the side this of my Lamborghini. by Michael Bay. 
basically want Michael B to Michael Bay to like direct Gran Turismo is what you're saying. I would love it if it's, that happened. Jeez. It's He's already <laughs> fucked up one car based uh franchise. We franchise. Don't him, oh, we don't need no. him to fuck up another one. I'm oh, looking at you, Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Transformers. Transformers got what it deserved. <laughs> wow. Oh, Transformers God. wasn't as good as we remember it being. Transformers was great. I every time a new Transformers movie comes back, not I the go movies. Back. No, the movies every are shit. Time, no, no. Every time a new movie comes out, I go back and try and watch that cartoon show. And you know what hasn't aged great? A lot of old fucking stuff Transformers. Uh, yeah, you can go back and watch the old like Ninja Turtles episodes, and there's. I I go back great. and watch more episodes of Beast Wars. That was my Beast jam. Wars was shit. Beast that was Wars shit. Has aged a lot better. Yeah, Beast Wars was <laughs> great. And then I think briefly they had a thing after Beast Wars where Beast they were machines. back. Beast Machines. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Oh, yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> Don't you love about the first version of this stuff? Yeah, we're doing none of that except the transforming stuff. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, trans. Well, how the hell did we get a trans... Oh, yeah, Michael Bay. Fuck him. Anyway. <laughs> but- if you ever want to see a funny subreddit, go on uh, Gifs. Oh yeah! Or they I've just seen... take normal things like a bird landing and make it explode. Yeah, I've seen that. Again, I'm kind of okay with this. <laughs> you would be like a little kid playing with two cars. Like he'll smash one car into the other, and like a fucking Boeing jumbo jet will fall on him and explode. It's great. <laughs> oh. oh, thanks, Reddit. You a you a pal? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Gran Turismo. Eh, it is what it is. I do like. Though, that they will upgrade the physics engine. They always kind of tweak it, which is nice. Yeah. But there actually I, are some changes done to it. It's going to be and is what it do. I would pay $10 for like a just VR sit inside the cars of Gran Turismo thing. Like, I, it's, I, I, don't, I don't really want to play real Gran Turismo, but I would be curious for a VR experience of what it's like to sit in some of those super high-end cars that I will never see for real in life. That actually sound that actually is a, is pretty appealing. I have to yeah, say. no, it's a yeah, yeah. I'd be down for that. Yeah, no, me too. Sony, mm. get on it. They, I do think it actually may have VR support, PlayStation VR, but I don't know, and I don't care enough to research it. But moving on, uh, this is uh, this again speaks to how garbage the news was this week. Um, remember, Lizzie Lohan tried suing Rockstar Games. Yep. That mm-hmm. court case got thrown the fuck out this week. Of course it did. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. That's all, really. <laughs> well, glad to hear that that was resolved. It yeah. was going to. She was Appar- to- so what does Jim Sokoloff have to say about this? <laughs> I, who? <laughs> Jim Sokoloff? Do you have mesophilioma? I, I don't know what that is. Who You've are never you seen the... Do you... Or- Jim Sokoloff, the guy, the friggin' lawyer from TV who's oh. always doing the, uh, the advertisements, the goddamn ambulance chaser who's I always have... trying to get people to sue companies for mesophilioma. Jeff, I don't have the same TV you have. I, I didn't have TV through my entire high school because I went to boarding school and I managed to pick up on this one. Fair. They're Fair. like everywhere. Jim Sokoloff's like a problem. Fair. <laughs> Well, so speaking of problems, I have 
two final little news items for us before we move on to our main topic. And mm-hmm. I'll leave it to the group to pick one, which one we go with next. Um, we can talk about the division quickly, or we can talk about a thing involving Valve. Well, we all know that I like to save my division snacks this for is last. true. Always so end on a low note. Savored. Let's beat that horse. <laughs> let's, let's, it's always good to go from beating a dead horse to our main topic. You're right. So yeah. let's talk about Valve for a second, or more the fact that they are currently being sued or being taken to court by British Telecom. Based on? Apparently, they've infringed on some of British Telecom's patents or technology of some kind and uh, sorry communication related patents and the issue is that their claim is so broad kind of any website that stores digital data in a cloud or for you technically might violate this Mm -hmm. that's setting a dangerous precedent yes very dangerous precedent this you know this is just another like the television industry itself has been suffering the past couple of years with digital media. This is like, I, I feel like it's just another stab at it just because they can. Or maybe somebody over at the British Telecom Company is upset about this year's Seam Summer Sale, and this is their way of getting back at them. So the exact language that Charlie is referring to is the Gitinus pattern relates generally to providing users with content that originates from multiple subscription services and delivering it through a single portal or a customer access content from which it has access rights. So basically, they're suing Valve for being Valve and have the same claim, I guess, against Uplay or Origin, probably. Essentially, yeah. Definitely GOG and definitely G2A. Well, yeah, I mean, when technically, I mean, offering cloud-based services through a central portal, you could technically go after Google Chromecast with that because Chromecast has the different add-ons for different television services. You can go after yeah. Roku with that. You can go after YouTube with that because they have different stuff as well. Like, well, not so much YouTube, but like Roku, Netflix, different licensing as well. They could technically go after Netflix. Like this is it's way too broad. It, it, this is you can I believe you can actually get your patent revoked because it was too broad. Um, also, in things like this, the word out of the words out of court settlement are very common. Yeah. Um, it's not like Valve isn't drowning in money right now. Yeah. Valve, I can see Valve being like, what does it take to make you fuck off? Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just interesting to me because like this is such broad language. And it's, so, it, it's kind of like suing someone where it's like, I also thought up the internet at one point. Yeah. You stole my idea. This, well, well, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. go ahead, Jeff. When it comes to patents... <clears throat> You have to be able to um, – our patent lawyers are always going to write patents to be as broad as possible. Yeah. That is like the name of the game to try and get as much encompassing stuff because all someone has to do is change one thing and technically they've circumvented you. Um, and they, or technically they've circumvented your patent. Valve could take that tack and try and say, yes, we did that, but we have this. And the patent – uh, having a patent only gives you the right to prevent other people from doing your thing. So technically they can do a cease and desist on Valve. And I guess maybe if they have their own service that like, you know, if it turns out these guys own Origin or something, they could say, you owe us this amount of money for funds that we would have made, but you did instead. Um, it, it's weird. Patent law is strange. And I think there are instances in history of things like getting revoked retroactively. And I could see this being one of the times because 
too many people are doing that exact thing for them to allow this to be chased down. Yeah, but also the sheer fact that they're that this is coming up in 2016, and Valve's been around for how long? Well, a not necessarily while. Valve, but Steam itself has been around. Like, because Valve was around for a while, but they were publishing games just like as Valve as their own thing. Now, I, I think the the focus specifically involves with Steam and its service and what they provide as Steam. Yeah. No, yeah, that... it's old. They've filed in Delaware in a court of Delaware. Sorry, uh, it's. I expect um, this one to get laughed out of court, but who the fuck knows at this point? Well, this one will probably get deliberated. I don't know if we'll get laughed all the way out of court. It, it'll probably get deliberated. It'll get thrown out, and it's just another reason for the colonies to hate the Brits. Yeah, it, I think it also potentially sets an interesting precedent for the future. Like, I, I don't think. Oh, like, it absolutely does. Yeah, it, it, it could go a lot of ways. Like we've talked about a couple times where it's like, like this one doesn't actually matter that much because it won't. The chance of this actually negatively impacting Valve at all pretty low. But it set it opens up kind of an unfortunate wormhole. Yeah, and this yep. is this is a very dangerous can of worms to open up because yeah. if that's the case, eventually, like I said, they can go after Netflix, they can go after any other providers that are like, yeah, I've giving that service. I've actually always <clears throat> been kind of surprised Valve never tried suing well Gog and Origin and UPlay for, I wouldn't say ripping off their idea, but basically ripping off their idea. Well, aside from this one patent that's just getting listed, which I'm, um, it, the patent must be ancient to have ever gotten issued in the first it's place. It's a hundred and fifty year old company, yeah, yeah. Um, but Valve doesn't, or Steam doesn't actually own any kind of proprietary right to their service. Like, it, I know that a couple of websites have been able, to, or at least are attempting to patent their design, like McMastercar is, but their websites are like uniquely functional. No, sure. Steam doesn't, or it's a program, and Origin technically is a different program. It just provides the same services, has a different UI and a different hat. But that's enough probably for them to circumvent, like, yeah, we're doing the same thing you are, but we're presenting it differently. No, my point is more just I was always kind of surprised Valve didn't try to do something. Like, I'm not saying they'd have won, but it says they didn't. (laughs) Fair. I just don't know about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Valve also. my impression of Valve is they haven't really, really been that kind of dickish. They're, as a company, they're pretty solid. I mean, they have their dramas here and there, like the CSGO Lotto thing or, you know, when is Half-Life 3 coming out and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, not losing a game with three in the title. Yeah, pretty much. But, like, for mm-hmm. the most part, as a company, they've been pretty, like, pretty good about what they do as a company. I mean, I've heard more good stories than bad stories out of coming out of Valve. So Yeah. Uh, so, for our last topic... The Division. Now, it's, it's not the normal dumpster fire I like bringing out about The Division. It's the fact that um, they're out offering, they're going to soon be offering public test servers for PC users. PTR. PTR. I, okay. I, how fucked do you think a game has to be that they start being like, you know, maybe we need to hire every person that plays this game on a platform potentially as a quality assurance person. No! PT- I mean, most of those things, they don't actually pay money to the users. Yeah. PTS and PTRs I'm have been saying, around for a while. I'm not saying higher. I'm simply saying that they're going down this path. Like it's. I think it's the we never did quality. We never did QA. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the thing is that your user base is usually your best 
testers for the game anyway. And the thing is, a lot of big successful games do PTRs. I mean, was it World of Warcraft does a PTR, Smite, League of Legends? All these big companies have PTRs to test out bugs and new systems and things like that. So I think getting the community involved is a way to show... It's also good publicity, only because it shows that they're concerned with how balanced and things like that is going to be. So they offer it to the public for them to try it out and give it a go. So I'm all for PTRs. If a company is willing to offer PTRs for their game, just so you know, you get an idea of where it's going to go, it's great. I've never had an issue with companies saying, you know what, here's a PTR. Now, if they do the PTR and just say, fuck all, and they still really shit, well, then that's on them. But opening up PTR is usually a good sign that they're willing to listen to their community and listen to their fan base and kind of get feedback on where they're going with the game. Yeah, no, it's – I I think this is one of those ones where I think it's if – Ubis- <laughs> if Ubisoft was, sm- was smart, they'd cut their losses, just get the rest of the content they promised for the division for the season pass out, or maybe fucking refund some season passes at this point, and just start working on the division too. I, it's, I, I think they're trying to fix something that you can't – Fix the way they're trying to fix it at this point. Like it's it's too incremental, and like, you could make an argument. Oh, but Destiny did the same thing. But yeah, Destiny's base wasn't quite as broken as the Division was. Like they they redefined how the systems work. Not had systems that people were like, you know, this game's really fun until you get past like kind of the base level of the game. And I, I say I just, I just don't see public test servers fixing that at all. Say public test servers also only work in tandem with people at your company, like doing QA as well. Yeah. Like I know Riot has a QA or has QA members. In addition, like they're not just leaving us all, you know, or they don't all just like go. Okay, we let the community have at it. We're done with feedback here. No, and I guess like my reaction to this is it feels I wouldn't quite call it desperate, but I don't have a better word for it. Really, it's like. It's like, we can't fix this. Like, everything we do kind of seems to piss you guys off more. Fucking have it It seems cart in front of the horse. I mean, they should have already had this. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, that that seems like a standard thing nowadays because it's so easy to implement that yeah. comparatively. like Yeah. No, of course. And especially on PC at this point. Oh, yeah. The fact that they waited mm. so long to do something like this is actually... That's the surprising part. I think... In, that, that that they they could have released out something like this sooner and it would have worked out better. Yeah, I it's I think it is what it is. I think they I I agree. I think this feels like too little, too late. Or yeah, I I just don't know at this point. Like I, it's the I can't actually even remember back to when I was super. I remember back when I was playing and I was kind of like, okay, this game's kind of okay. I wasn't even like that hyped even then, so I just don't know at this point. Well, if they ever mm-hmm. put Destiny on PC, I would play that there. Well, yeah, that's Destiny, not the Division. I know. I just threw that out there. Yeah. One game is fun on consoles and would be fun on PC. One game constantly has problems we have to talk about on this podcast. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the transition, I think, would be a lot I, better, I, but... I will say this, though. Checking in on the Division community is one of my favorite like guilty pleasures because it is an entire community of just the most amazing apologists ever it's like the game's not that bad guys yeah i fell through the floor last night but it's not that bad 
I actually had that bug happen when I was playing the division, and like I, you know, actually now I remember why I mentioned the division for some or the destiny for some reason. I remember you mentioned a while ago that like shooting enemies in division was ridiculously annoying because yeah. they had so much health and all that stuff and armor and all that shit. And so yeah, I just remember you mentioned that a while ago, and yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was wrong with that game. Still is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I we talk occasionally on the, like not to go too deep into a topic we always talk about when it comes to the division mm. but yeah like it's the the fundamental like backbone of that game the here's how parts of it work are the busted parts of that game not mm-hmm. like not like the trading systems like it's like no shooting stuff in that game feels bad yeah well the hard mode stuff like the normal enemies drop pretty quick but yeah Anything that's supposed to be an elite or anything is just stupid. Like even some of the normal enemies take a disturbing amount of ammo to kill. Mm. But yeah, I, but super virus, Charlie, super virus. I. <laughs> who cares? I, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, super virus. They're doing it in Destiny. It's called the Rise of Iron. It's a virus so powerful it spread from a computer to manifest in the real world. That's a super virus. Really? Oh, I haven't caught up that far. Thanks for the storers. No, that's that's the new that's Rise of Iron stuff. Like no one knows what it is. It's called Sika or something. Or oh, okay. Siva. Zika. No, Siva. Zika. <laughs> Siva. C Y V A or something. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Um, anyone got any last minute news to add to the docket they want to talk about? Or I am good. All right. No, but I think actually, well, this topic might be something for next week. But uh, you heard about YouTube's content guideline changes? Yeah, I don't understand that well enough to dive into it just yet. I, it's it's definitely something for next week's podcast. Yeah, that may be the topic next week. Like it's, I there's a lot of changes going on to their monetization. Yeah, I haven't read it enough stuff. to fully understand it. But at the same time, though, too, I have this simple thing to say: this is what happens when you use someone else's platform you don't own youtube google does and if you're using their toys they are allowed to say here's how you can use our toys the fact that monetization even exists is mind-boggling in some ways to me it also makes sense but the fact that google would share money with you when it doesn't have to kind of uh, it's a phenomenal move on google's part they don't have to Mm-hmm. And it's not like they haven't had policies in place for a long time that, like, if you post a video of a uh, Ku Klux Klan Klan rally, you can't monetize that. I think like this kind of stuff has existed for a long time. It just hasn't affected as many people. It, well, it, it's kind of a they didn't have it specifically written down things like that, but the fact that they the way they have it worded right now technically makes it so like. CNN could put up a video of like that Syrian boy who was covered in dirt and blood. Yeah, like just showing that picture alone makes it so you can't have any monetization or anything like that in their ad revenue at all because it falls under their guidelines. But they can choose to, and I guess the thing right now, the the drama is that there's an algorithm bot that's kind of going through and looking for stuff. Yeah, that'll maybe so, we'll get hit with it at some point this week. I don't know. I yeah, I I, I stand firmly saying. YouTube in general needs some reform, I think. Like, I we'll see. Like, we'll yeah, we'll we probably talk about this more next week when I have more time to dive into it because I don't know right now. Yeah, 
it's just kind of a thing. It's 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 pretty fresh, like two days ago. Fresh. Yeah, and it and again, a lot of people have made YouTube reaction videos like being this is bullshit and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, I smell some bullshit on this, but I at least try and do my due diligence before I make content based on it being bullshit or spend a lot of time talking about it. Yeah. But yeah. On to happier topics and things that aren't necessarily bullshit. Uh, World of Warcraft Legion. Fuck yes. Uh, let me intro this first before you go just open the spigot on you. So um, I'm just going to put my feet up on my desk and <laughs> Nope, <go to> <laughs> nope. You don't get to do that. You have to be engaged. League of Legends mm-hmm. will do something I have to listen to a bunch of bullshit on. But well, League of Legends has their own drama right now going on with some of the Riot staff. I've... They got some internal thing. It's not important. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Last minute news. Riot has some bullshit going on with their staff. That's all we know. Moving on. But so, uh, yep. uh, as we've joked about a couple times, there's this Legion has come out. I, two of the three of us in this podcast currently have played World of Warcraft on and off or pretty heavily at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, have you ever even touched World of Warcraft? Technically. Like you were in the room when it was being shown. <laughs> I used a uh, person recommended me, gave me the like one week trial, but I was in high school with limited access to the internet as a whole. <laughs> so I was able to play it for about four hours and uh, then it went away and I never went back. Sure. So because it's the big hotness right now. Just go, Alex. Just go. Me and Alex will be here when your voice gets... Or me and Jeff will be here when your voice gets sore from talking about uh, it. All right, where do I start? So, Legion is basically... Uh, uh, before you dive into Legion, I guess, what was going on with WoW up until the release of it? Because I got so, the impression the last expansion was not so well received. No, actually, it, there was a lot of criticism for this last expansion. First and foremost, it was the first expansion with a price hike. Um, ever since, like, well, since the previous uh, expansions, War- Warlords of Draenor was the first one that actually had a price increase of like ten dollars from the previous expansions. So people were expecting a lot of big content. They hyped it up. It was huge. It really surrounded the whole storyline between the orcs and all that stuff. And when it came out, it was fucking lackluster. You got, let's see, um, just to give you an idea of how lackluster some of the content was. One of the major content patches, patches added Twitter integration and a f- selfie camera and garrison updates. Garrison's basically being the Warcraft equivalent, equivalent to uh, Farmville. So it was pretty bad. Uh, there was a big uh, – one of the things that people are upset with more than anything else is uh, dry spells of content. And As they, a Destiny player, I know what that's like. Yeah. As a League player, Jeff, do you ever feel like that? No. <laughs> no. They shake the fucking snow globe every fucking Tuesday. Fucking MOBA people. Not not fu- not full snow globe shaking, but they balance and change shit like constantly, and then pros figure out something they didn't know previously, and then Korea does something. It's constantly evolving. Yeah. So the thing with WoW is um, they recently, especially with – it started back in Mists of Pandaria, which is a, two expansions ago. They kind of had this thing where there was a big dry spell of content between the next expansion hit and the raids here. So I think they almost went about a year, a couple days after a year between any content update on in uh, Damn. Yeah. And Warlords, 
exceeded that for their last raid tier. There were supposed to be, you know, a couple of different raid tiers, a couple of things that were promised, and it did not deliver um, as far as what they promised. There's a lot of tier. There's like, lot, there was a big dry spell between the first tier and second tier, and I told you one of their big major content patches in between was, hey, we've got Twitter integration and a bunch of other shit. People were pissed. So they basically, I think at some point, they kind of just, they kind of just gave up on Warlords and immediately started focusing on Legion. And Legion was pretty much every WoW player's wet dream slash birthday request. Kind of like Jeff earlier was saying, like, you had RE4 or RE7 and a couple other things. Like, they basically, there's a wish list. I, RE4, I got that too, you're yeah. right. <laughs> RE4, 7, what else, Kingdom Hearts. Like, they basically went down the wish list of things you want. And they gave you that in Legion. First and foremost, Demon Hunters. They brought back Illidan. There's, you can play as a Demon Hunter. They are giving you the Emerald Dream and the Emerald Nightmare, which is something people have been talking about since original Vanilla WoW. Yeah, to put it in perspective, back when I played WoW, which was, God, like 2007? Mm-hmm. And the out. vanilla of the most vanilla, like 2007, 2008. Even back then, I'm like, what the fuck is the Emerald Dream and why can't I go there? Yeah, well, it was it was technically in the game, but it was uh, it was unreasonable. That wasn't the Emerald Dream. It was a cheap version of it, but they actually added now. Um, it's going to be a, I believe it's a raid tier. The Emerald Nightmare is a raid uh, event now. So they brought back that. Um, personally, me, I'm a fan of Karazhan. They're bringing back Karazhan. So they pretty much just went down the playbook of like, Everything that people have asked for on the forums, and it's like, fuck it, here you go. And now everyone has an artifact weapon. And in fact, that's actually one of the things they changed that was kind of really big, is now there are no different weapon drops. You get your weapon at 100 through a series of quests, and that is your weapon for the entire expansion. So you do not change it, because they're, they're super crazy artifact weapons that have a rich lore as far as story goes. For example, Wait, so they're removing the need to look for better loot? For weapon loot, anyway. You still have to get gear as in, like, chest, armor, helms, gloves, all that stuff. But don't you want, like, weapon options still? Well, the thing is they're giving everyone their dream weapon, so to speak. For example, Enhancement Shamans now have Thrall's Doomhammer as their weapon. Uh, Rhett Paladins now have Ashbringer as their weapon. Uh, Every spec has their own specific weapon assigned now. Can you get all three if you want to bounce around? Yes, you can. Okay, that's... You can. So if you want to switch from Enhancement to Elemental, you can switch between that. Every spec has their specific, like, artifact weapon that you have to level... That's the thing, though. You have to level up the weapon. Okay. So you don't necessarily have to upgrade the weapon itself as far as getting a new sword. Because it just kind of felt weird that they always talk about, oh, those are the blades that he used to kill so-and-so. And they're like, well, this is now garbage green. Here you go. Switch it out. Get rid of it. So... They're kind of making it now so that, okay, this character, this warrior, this is their legendary weapon. This is what they use. The gear will grow with you the as your The gear will grow with you, yes. Yeah. Um, they took all those weapons. They put them in the legendary trash bin, the consumer of worlds. Pretty much. <laughs> and, and so they've given Tier you, one consumer of worlds. They, they've given you the ability. They actually gave your weapon a talent tree that you work your way through and progress. So there's still customizations and all that stuff as well. So that's the big thing people are really happy about because now everyone's walking around with a fucking Doomhammer and Ashbringer and all those things. Um, all these uh, Hearthstone cards. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> As a Hearthstone player, Jeff, how do you feel about World of Warcraft Legion? I haven't paid very close attention to Hearthstone, really, in quite a while. Um, 
it's so hard for me to get back into that game and start collecting a game again because it's like that game rotates out like it winds up like rotating out your deck and then you wind up having to sacrifice so much of your collection to get into a new archetype because that that game has a real thing for like there'll be like one legendary creature in any given deck that like is the absolute linchpin of the deck so, um, Hearthstone aside, back to World of Warcraft Legions. So, yes. you, you got these fancy ass weapons. You've got essentially every. Have you put a Demon Hunter yet? Actually, my main right now is a Demon Hunter. Okay, so I know Death Knight's kind of had a weird rune system going on, and Pandas had like a chi meter that was kind of roguelike, but also not. Mm-hmm. What does a Demon Hunter do? So, Demon Hunter works a lot like. Uh... I would say Fury Warriors, or just Warriors in general, they build up uh, a meter through their attacks and eventually just use that on bigger attacks. So um, depending on the talents you pick up, obviously, and all that stuff, um, you build up what they call, I guess, Chaos Meter or whatever they call it. I forget exactly. Okay. Point is, you build up the energy source and you dump it on attacks. Is it anger? Or hatred or hatred. Something like that. So that's what it is in Diablo 3, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know exactly what they would use for it, but um, I don't know Chakra. the name. <laughs> Chakra, yeah. Uh, but it, it works It works pretty like pretty easily, like a lot like a warrior. It's like a combination of a warrior and a rogue without combo points, so to speak, is kind of how it works. So because I always get curious about WoW stuff when new WoW stuff is announced, how does what's, – what's the right word for it? How – you could pick one or two flavors of a demon hunter. Yes. Can you swap between those ever? Or are you locked into one you, you can forever. Sw- no, you can swap anytime you're in a rest zone. You can swap whenever you want. Okay. So, and, and that's the thing. Like, you can swap, but remember, you have to make sure you have the weapons for it as well. So it's basically just the two different talent builds for it. Yep, pretty much. Okay. So that makes as sense. you as you power up one weapon, it does not affect the other weapon. So right now, this initial grind, you want to pick the weapons you're going to stick with for a while. Only because you want to dump all your artifact power into it to kind of level that up. So that's kind of how they're going with that as well. Um, one of the things I think that really stands out right now is that, like, well, also Demon Hunters only have two specs versus three. All classes have three. Yeah, so when doing the video that showed off the Demon Hunter, I'm like, wait, that's like, it didn't come off as a talent tree because it was only the two different specs. It was like, it seemed like it was a spec on top of your talents, but... Something that makes like more that. sense that it's a weird one like that. Yeah, it's only two now versus like everyone else who has three or if you're a druid, you technically have four. <laughs> so Four? Yeah, um, the feral tree can either go melee DPS or tank depending on where ah. you want to go. Feral, they're, they're the only one that kind of have two in one talent tree, so to speak. No, fair. I, the game's changed so much from back when I played the game. Like, you can spec in multiple trees at once now, still? or No, they, that got rid of the, okay. they got rid of the talent tree a long time ago. Like, that talent tree is gone. It's been gone a couple of expansions That ago. makes more sense. I, it was fun specking warlocks that did, like, weird mage power and also had oh, yeah. crazy dots. But I understand why you might want to fix that out of the game. Yeah, no, they had some really fun hybrid specs. Like, I know the, uh, what was it? Uh, I want to think it was the 3130 build for rogues. Going down a certain way and assassination and the rest into sub for having this like crazy cooldown, yeah, you know, burst build. And then you also had the uh, warlocks had the SLSL spec, they call them the Soul Link Soul Lock, or yeah, Soul Link Siphon Life builds, 
yep. which are pretty much just kind of like wear you down and kill you. Now, the build I used to run was dots that would trigger my um, destruction specs yeah. at random and then have like superpower destruction spec spells where it's like, yeah, my minions are shit, but my shadow bolt does crazy things. Yep. So they kind of got rid of that, and so every spec kind of has its own interesting feel now. They're kind of it's, – it's definitely – they took it to a place where it's really nice. Ah, um, oh, fair. It's it's kind of interesting to hear you talk about that, though, because when you're talking about the whole epic or no, the, the weapons, the um, mm. designer weapons, for lack of a better phrase, it – not to say – WoW came first, so it's kind of weird saying this. Like That feels weirdly Destiny, I guess, in my case, where you are finding two or three pieces of gear you like a lot. And then spending all your time just powering the fuck out of them, mm-hmm. like they, that's how the exotic system kind of works. That's how all weapons in that game work once they're past legendary. But I, as someone who played WoW back when you were like just slogging through hell for loot and like you'd fight your own mother for a better sword occasionally, mm-hmm. it's a little weird hearing you describe the game where it's like, no, 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 you get like one badass weapon. I'm like, N- no, you like backstab every member of your raid party to get that badass weapon. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they they really want to hype it up as far as making the reason that you have that weapon because now they've introduced class halls as huh? well. class halls. Well, it, it, every every like class has a specific hall dedicated to them. It's like the rogues have their Oh, yeah, I saw thing about this. That whole thing. So it kind of gives you like you're in charge of that area, you're like a high-ranking official in that group. So you kind of get that feel of, like, that's why you have those weapons, because you deserve it. So little things like that here and there that are definitely new. But um, the biggest, I think, quality of life change they've added now, and I think it's really, really cool. Like, when you were playing WoW, you leveled up, you went to certain continents at a certain point, and once you hit a certain level, don't bother finishing the quest, move on to the next level. Yeah, I had the bad habit of trying to finish out zones long past when I should have been. Because I'm like, no, I'm in the middle of a quest. I want to see what happens. Mm-hmm. So now, in, with the introduction of Legion, uh, all the ra- all the zones starting from like basically from ninety eight up are they change dynamically according to your level. So you don't have to go so to like a, the Skyrim effect, kind of. Kind of, yeah. So you don't have to go. Okay, you know what? I have to start here at High Mountain and then go all the way are, to Valshiri or, or whatever. Are they like instanced off or something from each other? No. They, the mobs scale to your level. But so if, I, if like, I'm level 100 and there's a level 110, are we seeing different levels on the same mobs? Um, well, it depends on, I guess, on who engages it initially. But so far, they've kind of instanced it. It feels like it's instanced, but it's not in a way. Okay. Because I've been running into people who are lower level than me, and they fight the same minions I do kind of thing. And so I've run into minions that are my level. So it, it kind of scales as far as like hit, attack, and how much damage you would take for them. Okay. Dynamically according to your character. So It's probably more scaling on the monsters Yeah, there's themselves. a lot of scaling on the actual monsters themselves. So as you progress, the gear that the drops from them is also scaled to whatever your level is supposed to be at at that point in time. So you don't jump ahead or anything like that, and you can go anywhere you want as far as the start goes. So they've kind of made it dynamic, which is really nice. So twinking is basically kind of dead and twinking, or something you wouldn't even bother twinking's doing. Twinking's kind of been dead for a while, and let's use the uh, heirloom weapons. I mean, they still have twinks. They actually have uh, for a while. They actually had twink leagues going on where some people That's would manage. Fantastic. Some people would manage their twink leagues and all that stuff, and they had twink arenas and all that stuff as well. That is fantastic. Yeah, the introduction of heirloom weapons and heirloom gear really boosted like. Because the, the stats on heirloom gear as you level are stupid good versus 
and you could enchant them with whatever you wanted. So you can rock around with like I guess that when you were playing, they had a what was that? There was a there was a an enchantment on the weapons that they would use for all the. Uh, oh, there was lots of bullshit. There was all a really strong one, but they use all that stuff as well now. So they definitely had twink stuff, but yeah, they they've made it a very dynamic experience. So you can choose where you want to go. And so, honestly, like, it's funny. I was reading this one complaint. People were saying uh, it's making it difficult to level because I actually am enjoying the story and reading everything. So it was like a bait post <laughs> or any of that shit like that. But oh, it's actually, no, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. It, has, it hasn't just been a grind. Like, I've actually been enjoying the story and I'm invested you in You monsters. It. Yeah. But then again, like I said, they, it was a melting pot of all the shit you guys ever wanted. Here you go. Here's Illidan. Here's Demon Hunters. By the way, Emerald Dream, there you go. Karazhan, fucking A, you got it. And they just kind of it's just been throwing everything at you. So, like, right now, they just started also dabbling with Queen Nazaria, and they've mentioned her in the Naga storyline and all that stuff as well. So, it, it's been a really fun expansion so far. Now, whether or not there'll be big content dry spells is everyone's concern. Because they said they're not going to do, like, big dry spells as far as that goes. But, you know, be warned, because that's what they said about Warlords. And then... Warlords became warlords and it sucked. So, yeah. I, so, this is gonna sound dumb. You you have your wish list for better or worse. Like mm-hmm. I, the one dumb remaining thing that was on my wish list way from back when that isn't in the game is I want to play a naga, but that's a separate topic. Yeah, they the, the nagas are the enemies as of right now because you're taking on Queen Azaria. Oh, no, they've always been enemies for long periods oh, of yeah. time. No, but of course, it was one of those play. It was one of those races where I'm like, I would play a naga. But I don't know what happened. What is actually left, I guess, in some ways on the WoW wish list at this point? Like, is there really anything that's feasible? Where do we go from here? Yes, exactly. Um, well, let's see. As far as storyline goes, they're, they're giving us the Emerald Raid. Uh, what? Emerald Dream is going to be a raid. Oh, yeah, I sorry. Mean, you said the yeah, Emerald Raid. I'm like, wait, what? Well, I call it Emerald Raid because it's going to be the Emerald fair, area fair. raid. Um there's a couple characters that people are hoping they kind of make an appearance again. I guess like Turolinian or something. I can't remember his well, name. So to, to rewind way the fuck back to Warcraft 3 and the heroes that were the leaders in Vanilla World of Warcraft, who's alive still? Oh, shit. Let's see. Um, so Lane. Spoiler. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there's no spoilers no. in this case. Okay, well, if we're going to go down the list of who died. I'm saying throw off the warning. You're, I don't give a yeah. shit if you spoil it for me. Okay, spoilers, but yeah. So just to kind of give you the storyline goes, leading into Legion, um, Thrall is no longer Warchief. He he ended up passing that on to Garrosh. Garrosh is dead from Warlords. Yeah, But Thrall's still alive? Thrall is still alive. Now he leads the, um, uh, he leads some sort of like shaman group. Okay. Now, so he's a part of that. He's no longer the the, the war chief. Um, what's his name? Uh, Vol'jin, the Vol'gin. troll. Yeah, Vol'jin. Vol'gin or Vol- Vol'gin. yeah, Vol'jin. Yeah, he is now the well. He was the leader uh, he, of the horde. He was a war chief, but during the Legion assault, he was killed. Is he actually dead? Well, you see him die in a cinematic, and he actually passes on leadership to Sylvanas. So that seems like a poor choice. I mean. Sylvanas, the uh, leader of the undead, is now Sorry, the leader of the Horde. What was that, Jeff? It said Windrunner. Yeah, Windrunner. Yeah. Sylvanas Windrunner is now the leader of the Horde. Um, on the Alliance side... Is I was... the um, Doomguard guy still around hanging out with Sylvanas? Uh, no, he actually disappeared a long time ago. Huh. Yeah, during, I guess there was some sort of siege thing a while ago of Undercity that he's not there anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 
So Sylvanas is in charge of the Horde. Sylvanas is in charge of the Horde, um, leading into Legion. Varian, uh, the leader of the Alliance, was killed. He actually sacrificed himself so that the Alliance, I guess, airship can get away. So he's dead. Vol'jin's dead. Thrall is no longer leader. Um, and I think the current leader of the Alliance is going to be, oh, is it Anduin? Anduin, which is the son of uh, Varian, who is a paladin versus a warrior kind of thing. He okay. has a paladin priest kind of feel because he uses holy energy. Uh, so he is the new guy in charge right now. Oh, and Tyrion Fordring, one of the big heroes during Wrath of the Lich King, he's dead. So they've kind of killed off... He well, was, that's how you get a Dustbringer. Yeah. That's how you get Ashbringer. I'm full of jokes, aren't I? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's... Um, is... The, the, the leader of the Torrin, Karn or whatever his name is, he, is he still around? Karn is the Khan? son, I believe. The guy, the, um, the old leader, the war chief. No, he actually died fighting Garrosh back in uh, Mist, I believe. So Garrosh is just a bastard, huh? Garrosh was kind of a dick. He's the whole reason we had Warlords of Draenor. Fair enough. So, um, but he's dead now. So, um, yes, yeah, there's been a lot of character deaths, a lot of people shuffling around, a lot of the- people very excited that Sylvanas is in charge now. So. Does this kind of set the stage for the return of Grom, or is he just? It's like no, he's no, he's he's not. Thrall, is, no, Thrall, is, Thrall, sorry, Thrall, no, um, he Thrall's doing his own Thrall. thing with the, with the shaman. I think the, I think it's the Earthen Ring is the name of the shaman. Okay, he's kind of he's still around, but he's just doing that. Um, so it's it's kind of like letting those characters unfold and do their own thing as well. And it's interesting considering how orcs were so they orcs were very purist, where it was like only an orc can lead them, but now they've had a troll lead them, and now they have. An undead banshee leading them, so yeah, yeah. Um, actually, one of the zones, Charlie, I played through uh, recently when I was streaming. You might like. There's a zone called Stormheim, and it's very heavy on like Viking and like was it Greek god lore? Sure. Now so, there's there's a chunk of the um, Frozen Throne stuff that's like, hey, they're demonic Vikings. I'm like. Yeah, that's a really cool enemy. Actually, yeah, that that you take on the the Verkrul, like I guess whatever they're called. Yeah, they're they're actually around in Stormheim. Actually, well, in the playthrough, you actually go to Helheim, which is the hell of that universe. Of course. Yeah, so you actually have to fight your way out of hell in some of the quests, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, where does Legion take place? Legion takes the, place to back up a step. Sorry, so it was. Vanilla took place on Azeroth. Yes. Burning Crusade was you were through the gates into what? What are they Outland. called? Outland. It's called Outland, but it used to be called Draenor. Yeah. Then, then it was Frozen Throne was up on that North northern Rand. fucking content no one cares about. Yep. Then Mists of Pandaria or what was it? Cataclysm. Cataclysm took place on Azeroth, revamped, but it was after the 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 shattering, so to speak. So you also went into the um, the, the the giant center. Whirlwind place. I forget what it's called all of a sudden. The Maelstrom. Maelstrom. There we go. Yes. The and then Mists of Pandaria took place on the suddenly discovered Pandaria, Pandaria as the yes. name implies. Mm-hmm. And then Warlords of Draenor took place on... Alternate Timeline Draenor. Oh, that's just stupid. Um, yeah, well, so the, where does Legion take place? Legion takes place in the Broken Shore, which is islands rumored to have the Pillars of Creation. Okay, is where- that... On Azeroth? It's on Azeroth. It's on Azeroth. Okay. It's, it's on Azeroth. They're back on normal timeline stuff, um, but it takes place in Azeroth at the Broken... I guess they call it the Broken Shores. But, um, yeah, it takes place somewhere... I don't know exactly where it is. It's probably south, more than anything else, but... Well, so, the dumber questions. If Sylvanas isn't in Undercity, 
or is it is no longer just leader? Is she hanging out in Orgrimmar now, or is she hanging um, out? I believe right now in she, Undercity. Is she hanging out like on the battlefield, being all like, "I'm the only hero character the hordes have left." Uh, she's in she's in the battlefield. Like there, okay. uh, some of the quest line you do in uh, Azuna, I guess they call it. Um, she's around, and actually, there's a big like undead front being attacking from that side. So okay, so. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on there. Do but- PvP servers still make any sense, seeing as it seems humans or the Alliance and the Horde kind of get along now? It's not that they get along; they just have a common interest against the 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 Burning Legion, so Fair. to speak. But there is still PvP, and you can still fuck people up. I actually like I, I for the most part, if I get attacked, I like to gank and kill somebody. But if I don't get attacked, I kind of just let them do their own thing. Fair. So. But the uh, they also revamped the PvP system actually quite a bit from when you played. Well, that's not hard to do when the PvP system when I played was that was la 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 walk through the oh god level sixties are attacking me. Yep. Well, not I mean obviously they added arenas and I was around for arenas, rated battlegrounds and all that stuff. Yeah, I was around but for that stuff. They've actually redone the uh, you have talent trees for PvP now. Interesting. Yes, and it's very <laughs> the PvP system is also very. Call of Duty esque, where you have prestige levels you, you can have unlock. Perks and kill bonuses. Well, you have certain perks and talents you pick up as you level up your your PvP rank, so to speak. Okay, which is a, its own experience bar, I guess, kind of thing. And then once you hit the max level, you can choose to prestige and start from the beginning. Oh, son of a bitch! But you unlock like gear and title and mounts and things like that if you choose to prestige. Some good crack. Yep. Keep that gauge of filling. Yep. yep. You know you want it. Yep, you know you want those transmog weapons. I, I'm gonna regret asking. How many times have you prestiged in the World of Warcraft? I have not actually, because the prestige system is new to Legion. Oh, okay. It's their new thing there. Yeah, they added, like I said, they added talents for PvP. That's a whole new thing they did before. They had the rating system and the battlegrounds and all that stuff. Now they actually just have the prestige system and all that jazz. But you can't start on it until you hit 110. Okay, so I'm two levels away. So to rewind quite a bit to the eternal question, uh, we just like, kicked off our whole who's alive still. Mm-hmm. As I understand it, like, and I'm sure lore's been expanded quite a bit since I was playing. Like, we have re- we have quite literally reached the end of World of Warcraft of Warcraft. Li- li- yeah, words I speak them, I swear. We have reached the end of Warcraft lore yeah. as it was written. At the end of Warcraft 3 slash the start of WoW. Like, mm-hmm. literally there are no more prophesized events left in the timeline that's been set out for this game yeah. over a decade ago. Pretty much. Like, I, I, as, as fun okay, so as the, it is. That's what current players are also going, though, too. They're like, yeah, there's... We're, we're we're literally at the diving board. There's nothing known after this point. Like, yeah, I think at this point forward, I feel it's going to be kind of a mystery because, I mean, there's certain things here and there that they haven't still fully done, obviously, but, um, like, for example, they haven't let you play as Vol'jin's class, which is like a shadow hunter kind of thing. Sure. Um, things like that. Obviously, certain races haven't been addressed yet as far as playable, like Naga, for example, and things like that. Obviously, Pandarians they introduced... Goblins, blood elves, the whole nine yards. Um, as far as like where they're gonna go with it, I'm not really sure. Like, where can they go? Like, they 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 have to start writing new books, for lack of a better phrase, mm, at this point. Well, I mean, they could lead into maybe some of the like Titan lore eventually, actually taking on Sargeras, 
versus like just taking on Kill Jaden, like actually taking on the Burning Legion in their home planet or their home realm, which is something that um, is kind of done already with Illidan because Illidan cuts into their into the Burning Legion's home and attacks okay. them in their bases. So we have that land that's unexplored yet because Sargeras is probably one of the most powerful beings in the actual Warcraft universe because he was originally one of the Titan or one of the Titans, one of those creators guys. Sure. Who kind of just got betrayed and fell. Okay. Um, you still have the old gods that are not completely uh, accounted for. I mean, we took on uh, Yogg-Saron. We took on the one that was like... Cthune, yeah, Cthune. Do, do dragons matter anymore? The dragons kind of lost their power at the end of uh, War, not Warlords, uh, Cataclysm, because they used okay. their energy to take down, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. God, I'm drawing blanks here. Doesn't matter that much. Yeah, but anyway, the 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 dragon the, the dragon guy who went all corrupt and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, so you still have old yeah, gods that are Doom unaccounted or for. Something. Yeah, it's Deathwing. Deathwing. Yeah. yeah. So you still have dragons that are like the dragons are pretty much they're still there. But they're not as powerful or immortal as they used to be. They have a finite life now because okay. it costs them giving up their immortality to t- basically okay. kill Deathwing, so to speak. Okay, okay. So right. Dragon's gone. I mean, they have time travel shit they can probably try to do because you still have the – there's a dragon flight, the infinite dragon flight, which they introduced, which was like a timeline that takes on – or a dragon, that tra- a dragon group that tries to take on the timeline of things happening. Um, okay. Gosh, who else? So yeah, like as far as what they have, like they really like pulled a lot out of the well. So the well's kind of dry as far as what people know and what they can have. The only thing I can think of is they take on the actual Burning Legion on their home planet, and then eventually lead on to maybe taking on Titans or something like that. No, that kind of makes sense. So uh, this was always, this is the thing that always fascinated me about Vanilla WoW. Are you finally at the point where you feel you are equally as powerful? As characters like Thrall or Sylvanas or I don't know Horde heroes, they, they try to make you feel cool and all that stuff. But to be honest, to be at their level, at their power, I don't think they'll ever let you actually be exactly at that level. No, so that that was the thing I always found fascinating about WoW because you occasionally had moments where it's like, why doesn't Thrall just get off his ass and go kill this thing? Like he's obviously more powerful than all twelve of us put together. Or like I. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to give the player the feeling of overthrowing a government and commanding legions of their own. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I understand you have to have the leaders and shit like that. And they have to be super powered characters. But it was, it was always kind of this like, eventually, if you think about it, the player characters will hit this level in theory. Like they, they unless I mean, they're always perpetually getting more powerful, which is a cop out excuse. Can, has power creep. Yeah, yeah. yeah he always kind of constantly always gets more and more powerful, so to speak. Sylvanas as well, and things like. I mean, they have their moments of weakness, but like, you'll never be as powerful. I think as one of the main main story characters, only because it takes one of them versus twenty five of you to take on some sort of like main no, being. So. I guess like if. In many ways, if I was going to pick an end to World of Warcraft, if I was still playing, I might actually pick this as the point to jump off because the lore I bought into way the fuck back when World of Warcraft began has ended kind of at this point. I'm sure they can do more stuff, but you have quite literally run the course of everything. If you would rewind back to the launch of World of Warcraft, you would hope they'd address eventually. Mm-hmm. And then some, like some of the bullshit they've like 
like the the caverns of time and shit like that were a They've stupid done. little footnote on some lore thing for World of Warcraft or yep. of normal Warcraft, and now they got like a full update, didn't they? At some point or something. The caverns of time, yeah, they yeah, had, like they were they a raid. There, well, there was a few of them that were raided because you got to yeah. go back to when um, I forgot what guy it was. Not killed Jaden, but there was another Eridar who took down the World Tree a yeah. long time ago. So you could, that was a raid. That was back in BC, actually. Um, Burning Crusade, and then you went back for another couple dungeons. You actually got to do the Culling of Stratholme, which was when uh, Arthas wiped out that city, Stratholme, because it got basically plagued by the undead. Yeah, uh, You got to go back and play back some other things, like when the Black Portal was opened by Medivh and all that stuff. So it's, it, they've, kind of, they've, they've given you time to go back to those events as well. Which leads into, like I said, the Infinite Dragonflight, who was purposely trying to fuck with the timelines, so that stuff never happened. Like, they tried to prevent the portal from ever being opened, or they tried to prevent Thrall from ever growing up to become who he is and try to kill him early on, kind of thing. So, no, sure. Yeah. Very Terminator-esque for a while. No, it, it makes a lot of sense in some ways. I, so this is going to be the me and Jeff part of this, I guess, to give Jeff something to talk about. This... I, how much? I know you don't care about World of Warcraft, and neither do I. At the end of the day, Jeff, but mm-hmm. like, at, we're both gamers, which means we've been aware of this stuff going on. And I, MOBA jokes aside about how they're just a weird version of Warcraft Three initially, that the original MOBA was built out of Warcraft Three after yep. all. Like Dota, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What has mm-hmm. it been like? This seems like the smoothest launch a WoW expansion has ever had. Like it's. Comparative to other ones, there's been way less media coverage. There's been way less outrage. There's been way less, like, and maybe it's because they're all busy playing the game. It's only been a couple days, but I I remember every kind of previous prior World of Warcraft expansion being a thing that you were painfully aware of. Like, I, you have the same reaction, Jeff, or not really? Not at all. You mentioned dodge it um, somehow. It always dodged me. I never had many friends who actually played World of Warcraft. Um, especially because, like, I mean, through all high school, I was in boarding school, and the number of kids who actually had internet in their room was a limited number, and then of that limited number, how many played WoW? I actually only can think of one who actually did. And um, you're actually probably one of my friends who's played the most WoW out of people Fair. right now. Um, so when if it ever had a shaky launch, no one I know would really talk about it and then the the games that i would make friends with over would be games that you know me and that person had mutual would be which would not be world of warcraft because that's not what i was playing not fair I, it's it's just like i was wondering if you could back me up on this when the answer is no because you managed to dodge it like, this has yeah. felt like a not stealthier because i'm not sure wow can do anything stealthy it's a 500 pound oh, my, my my twitch stream cannot uh I have gotten nothing but blasts of their advertisements for yeah. the last, like, three weeks. Oh, no, when um, Alex was streaming, I was laughing at the fact that Twitch was advertising Legion while Alex was streaming Legion. I'm like, I don't think you need to do this. I'm here to watch a Legion stream. I, <laughs> as a WoW player, does what we're saying, kind of like the stealth, like, not the stealthiness, but, like, the smaller impact. Is that feel, like, is that... I mean, in a world of outrage, I feel like even if this game had a shaky launch because No Man's Sky came out so recently, like, it could very potentially, like, get buried under all the other negative press for everything else on the planet. still mad about that other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that being the case. Well, it's also, Um, like, well, for me personally, like, 
before on the previous expansions, I actually went to Best Buy and did midnight releases and all that jazz. But with the yeah. release of like digital deluxe versions and all that stuff, because I like collecting, I like getting the collector's edition yeah, for if, games if, I really enjoy. If you're gonna play a hundred hours of a game, yeah. get the version worth a hundred hours, kind yeah. of thing. So like mm-hmm. all the really cool stuff I wanted to get, I got through the digital deluxe, and so I'm happy just kind of like doing it on there, and I can download it. And as yep. soon as, and the thing is, before like you got the game, you went home. And then, sure enough, with installing and also, well, they they also push the updates now digitally, so you don't even have to download the disc or install a disc or anything like that anymore uh, mm-hmm. for some games. But like at midnight, they flipped a switch, so some people were already ahead of the curve as far as leveling up if they did digital versions versus a collector's edition. So like a, mm-hmm. like a physical collector's edition. Some people still go to the midnight releases, which is cool. But like I want to play right at midnight when it hits. Like that's my thing. I want to jump right into Not it. sure. And sure enough, at midnight. You know, bam, quest activated, yeah. good to go, let's go. I'd say this is the one, like, hats off to Blizzard moment. I mean, when we're watching things like our favorite trash bin, the uh, the Division, and, like, Blizzard just absolutely pulled this off without a hitch. Yeah. no, no Hats this, off to those guys. This feels very, in, like, not to compare to Destiny again, but it feels very much like the um, Taken King release where it was like, whether you like the Taken King or not, its release was flawless yeah we said 2 a.m 201 people were playing it yep and, mm-hmm. and the thing with like legion also it was funny because blizzard was getting ddos a couple days before i don't know if you heard anything about that but they I were not they were actually getting ddos pretty bad and so there was a couple lag issues and people logging in issues but they i don't know how they did it but they got everything they needed to do so that um despite the fact that one of the bigger issues was also server queues like oh shit like all these people are logged in right now at the same time i'm not gonna be able to get into my server not once did i ever hear about anybody having some sort of server queue getting in because they were able to log in it was you know no issues also they have cross realms now so they have servers kind of support multiple you know or the servers will cross realm and they'll blend in nicely so um honestly it was a very seamless experience and I guess it's it's weird because I guess we we grew up in it. Well, we were in a especially in the gaming world. We're surrounded by like outrage. Like if it's outrage, it's news. Yeah. But very often do you have, or very rarely rather, do you have stories where it's like, yeah, it went really fucking well. And so, what is the story about it? Well, it went good. What about it? Servers are fine. Okay, go back to No Man's Sky. There's more drama and material over there. What does that say about us as a culture that like the news is there is nothing to be mad about? Like that's. That's the if focus it leads, of gaming news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it. Well, that's the news in general. Like, how many times do you actually tune into normal TV news and you hear about explosions and like you know robberies and all that stuff? How often do you hear no, good that's... like good side stories? Like, oh yeah, by the way, on the side thing, this happened and it was cool. Like, that's exactly how this nothing terrible happened at the parade. Yeah, no, yeah. I... And that's our culture as it is. And as that's gamers, very fair. as gamers, we tend to exacerbate and really exaggerate that whole thing because like when when something fails everyone hears about it like the internet is ruthless when it comes to that stuff sure but when something goes really well not really a big thing like it's like oh awesome that's great you know thanks it's like antagonist circle jerk yeah it's pretty much what it is well this is also not me committing me and jeff to playing the game but it in my case where i am a experienced ish like I probably find the new game pretty ill. We have that video up of me being like, what the fuck's going on with this game? Like, Mm -hmm. as someone who played a while ago, like, so long ago, I can pull rank on you and be like, as an OG player, I no longer play. And as someone who's never played WoW, like, Jeff, is this a good time in theory? Not saying we're going to, 
to start pick or renew, up. yeah, pick up World of Warcraft? I would say yes. They've streamlined a lot of the new user experience, um, and actually, they it's, you don't have to get a. They have a free twenty level free trial thing going. Oh, now so you can actually invite somebody and they can play up to level twenty with you, and you can kind of get an experience and all that stuff. So it's it's pretty fun. Obviously, they have the friend yeah. thing as well, where if you do like the friend boost, when you level up another character with a friend, I think you get like three times the normal experience, so you can power level up through it faster and all that jazz. But um, they've definitely really revamped the experience to the point where if you're a new player and you know absolutely nothing about WoW, you know it's pretty straightforward. Kind advantage of, in some ways. Like, I I probably go back to that game and be like, what the fuck is going on now? Yeah, but I mean, you would be able to manage, and actually, sure. the tutorials and everything are pretty. There's some pretty good stuff as far as the beginning goes and kind of introducing you into the game, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, hell, even if you were like, get a character and boost it up to, because I know you, when you buy the game, you get a free, like some of the games, you think you get like a free level, level boost. Level 100 character. Level 100 character. They actually, what they do for the level, for the character boost is they will give you the character boosted with a set of gear, but they won't give you all the abilities. And as you level through their tutorial, they give you more and more abilities to give you more stuff to kind of okay. lean you into it. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a pretty nice tutorial now for that stuff. You can skip it, obviously, if you're an experienced player. But as a new player, they do give you a nice little experience leading into it. So here, and here's probably the most important question I got for you on this one. Mm-hmm. When will they finally implement a MOBA mode into World of Warcraft? When will they finally take it to its logical extremes and let you essentially play a MOBA with your character? They kind of do. They have Heroes of the Storm. That's their MOBA. No, I mean your character. <laughs> no, they'll never let you do that. There's too many unique snowflakes out there in the game. Unique Heroes of the Storm? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'd ever do a unique Heroes of the Storm. And the follow-up they... question. Jeff, if you could play your specifically designed and tailored character, would you play WoW? In a MOBA, I mean. In Heroes of the Storm? Probably not. Not Heroes of the cause... Storm. Well, the thing is, it also has to be a good MOBA. Because <laughs> I just say Heroes of the Storm, and it's like, no, 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 ignore that fact. No, 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 it has to be a good MOBA. <laughs> if you could play League of Legends with your WoW character. Sure. I mean, oh, you're asking would I spend the time leveling a character to 100 so that I could have them be the character in League of Legends? Yes. And put it in the grind? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Probably just get good with some of the existing characters. Riot's better at breaking characters than I am. <laughs> that is the dumbest <laughs> question I've ever asked you, I think, but I like <laughs> it anyway. I, so we could spend a lot more time talking about WoW, but we're, we're not a WoW podcast, and me and Jeff can't contribute so much to it. Uh, any last things you want to get off your chest or mention about Legion or WoW in general? or I, What... I, I, what is your wish list for what they do next in WoW? Aside for don't let's go into a content drought and stuff like that. Like, if you could, sh- we have demon hunters in the game. Like that was yes. my that'll never fucking happen wish list item at one point in time. Mm-hmm. What would you want to see happen? I would want to take on the rest of the old gods. Like the old gods stories were always great because even in Wrath, you had like this side story. It kind of became a main story, but it was from a side story. You had. Uh, Yag saran show up. And that was... Ulduar, to this day, is probably one of the best raids ever conceived by WoW development. Okay. Hands down. It's beautiful the way it was put together. The lore is awesome. And it's great because it deals with the titans and the creators of Azeroth, so to speak. So I would say 
more of that lore eventually coming out and eventually probably even taking on some of those beings at that level kind of thing. So each one of these expansions has a theme to it and kind of an overall thing going on. Mm -hmm. What is the expansion built around taking on the old gods? Like, come up with a stupid name. Like, what is the point of that one? Like, in Legion, you're driving something back. Uh, Frozen Throne was you were driving the... You're, you're invading well, and killing the Lich King. Well, burning Frozen Crusader. Throne was Warcraft 3, I guess. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, no, that was extension for it. Yeah. Yeah, Wrath of the Lich King, Burning Legion... I don't know. Like, I don't know what I would call... Because you can't really... I don't know if you could even build a whole expansion around the old gods unless they all somehow came back. I mean, technically, they don't die. They just kind of wither away, so to speak, because I know that's what happened to the one in Pandaria. Fair. So, um... But yeah, I don't know if they can build one off the old gods because the old gods are so closely tied to uh, basically the negatives of the Titans, so to speak. So, I don't know. Like... Well, do you like... Would it be like the Titans and Old Gods deal uh, expansion, essentially? Kind, I guess it could be something like that. But that kind of fight has already kind of taken place in the first place. Fair. That's why the Old Gods were were locked away, because the Titans eventually won. So, Who are the good guy and the bad guy in that case? Uh, the Titans, so to speak, I guess. The Old Gods are just evil energy from the darkness. Sure. So. Yeah, no, it's... I, the the one dream I had way the fuck back when for a while, and I kind of would be interested in seeing them do it, was the idea of evolving your character into something else over time. Like, I wanted you to go from being a, like a, a warrior to being a death knight. Like, you had to, like, fully level up and become a warrior, and then you had to choose to go down some weirder spec or something like that. Like, the idea of starting off as a mage... And then specializing into like archmage, priest, or warlock was something. I was, oh, okay. That's a totally different game at that point. Well, that's very I, Final Fantasy Eleven esque. Yeah, I know. In, yeah, Final Fantasy Eleven. You had like the warrior, and you could choose to go between paladin. Uh, was it berserker, paladin, and then there was another one. Yeah, no, I, I always thought that like 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 hero classes being the final evolution of mm -hmm. your chosen character it was something I always thought was intriguing. Like. And yeah, the talent, like, it sounds like they've kind of actually gone that approach where you, the talent builds are much more specific and much yes. more directed. Mm -hmm. But, like, the idea of being, like, a grand demonologist was something I always thought was kind of a like cool a idea. Like a subclass, like a main class subclass setup? Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. and you could choose to swap between the two. But, like, it would, like, well, you could be a warlock still, or you could be, like, a demon keeper or something. And, like, it still a very similar game, but it would fundamentally change some part of how your character worked like it's like okay you don't have spells anymore you just have a fuck ton of pets mm. i mean yeah i mean i could see that i know like for example um you could do subclass stuff like yeah. you know in 11 you had your main class and you could choose a main class and then a subclass and you could get some abilities from that secondary class so maybe would that like, be a cool thing to see happen that would be i would love to see the combinations they would have possible for because you'd just see some crazy shit like Either like a rogue and plate because they're like subclasses like warrior or something like that, yeah. or a warrior with stealth, or even like we said master like demonologist where you'd have like a was a demonology warlock whose subclass would be like a hunter of sorts. Yeah, so they would specialize in like demonic. Well, it'd be cool if you could like stuff. give your pet a demonic gift at that point or yeah, something. exactly kind of thing. So like I I would it would be interesting to see how they would implement it. There's obviously be a ton of balancing issues. Finally, you could merge shaman and war and druid into just hippie the class. Yeah, hippie class. Like yeah, that's it pretty much. Mm -hmm. But like I, it would be interesting to see because there'd be some really interesting combinations. I know, I think my 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 sister's fiance 
uh, had played a game where you can subclass with anything you wanted, and he had this rogue priest setup, which was kind huh. of cool. But it was stupid overpowered because he had his own self-heal and invincibility bubble. Well, that game is called um, Dungeons and Dragons at that point. Oh, but well. No, it was, it was some sort of fun game. I know, game, I, I'm but, just making a joke. That's the point of Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. so you can customize with that. But so, sorry about that one, Jeff. We knew we picked a to- our main topic mm-hmm. this week that you don't have much to talk about. And I don't have much to talk about, but... It's fine. It's the big news. Uh, it's cool getting to have the guest. Yes, it is nice having the guest. Hopefully we'll have him on more in the future once his work stuff changes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's still in the works right now. Yeah. I'm hoping within the next two months that'll actually change up. Yeah. At least that's the t- – give or take, it is the, the L.A. County timeline. I'm on government time. So whenever the papers get pushed and the tape gets cut and all that jazz. So the next time we'll be hearing from Alex's Game of the Year probably. or Probably. <laughs> or, or our Christmas special I keep alluding to and well, won't tell people what still, they are. We're supposed to do our uh, – not, well, that's right. For podcasts, yeah, maybe. But we're supposed to do our uh, big Extra Life thing. At some oh, yeah. That, uh, yes. Al, uh, you're in content almost weekly, dude. Like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. People could hear your luxurious voice whenever they want oh, on the course. channel. Speaking of the channel, though, um, thank you for joining us on the Wicked Awesome Cast. Uh, you can reach us at something uh, that Wicked Awesome Cast, W-I-C-K-E-D, cast, or Wow, I'm screwing that up worse than normal. Just wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. We can also be found on the YouTube under Something Wicked Studios or at youtube.com slash SWstudios with a Z at the end instead of an S because SW Susan S is taken by a company that's not done anything in five fucking years. And you can't boot someone off a custom URL, apparently, no matter how much you ask. Uh, there's also a Twitter out there. And- at least until they stop paying for it. You don't pay for the custom URLs on YouTube. That's why we have one. Yeah, yeah. I have a custom URL. Yeah. Damn. Uh, there was Can't a, wait for that domain to expire. Yeah. Maybe the account will take down but do that inactivity or something, but we'll mm. see. We will see. But yeah, you can also find us at Something Wicked Studios, all spelled normal and with proper S's and stuff, dot net. Again, that's somethingwickedstudios.net. Um, that's the source of the podcast and occasional articles and... A good way of finding the rest of our social media stuff. Now, um, I believe you occasionally listen to the podcast, don't you, Alex? Occasionally, yeah. Do you know how we end this? Uh, no. Would you like to instruct him, Jeff? There's a certain phrase that you may have heard us say at the end that alludes into what comes at the very end of the podcast. Exit music. That's what comes at the end of the podcast. Oh, okay. So would you like the honors of saying the final incantation to summon the exit music? Is it just exit music, please, or what is it? That'd be far <laughs> too easy. <laughs> All right, what is it? Hit me, I'll, I'll do it. What Cue the it? metal. That's it? That's it. Pretty, All right. pretty sure you just got hard cut out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Cue the metal.